Are you willing to sacrifice your life? This is row one, seat one. Well, this is nice. When did we start doing this? Nobody told me about this. I thought everything sucked now. Do you have a card? Don't you shake my bones you. and you rattle my balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, okay? Jada, I love you. Can't wait to see you, all right? <laughs> Luck is for dudes. I'm like, Joey can't get to his damn computer and phone <laughs> fast enough to just smash everything he can possibly say. <laughs> that means every fucking thing to me. Broncos country, let's ride. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all for joining us on another edition of Row One Seat One right here live on the one, the only, the new Bedford Guide. I am your host, Joey Fats. With me this evening, Plizzy. What up? What up, what up? Uh, Mr. Betancourt took the night off tonight. He uh, he, uh, he, he decided he needed, uh, you know, just needed a Tuesday night to himself. And, uh, yeah. you know, I can't say I blame him. He's got some, some shit to do. Some nights I just, I wish I could have a Tuesday night to myself. Like, there are times where I'm just like, you know what I would love to be doing right now? Playing iRacing. Just iRacing, playing Call of Duty. Yeah. It's a lot easier when it's not football season. Like, now that there's no more Monday night football... And I can yeah. just come upstairs and, like, now Monday nights are like, ooh, video game time. Yeah. The wife goes to bed fairly early. She's going to work. You know, she has a real job with real hours. Yeah. So she gets up early in the morning, gets home, you know, early evening, and comes home, wants to relax, and go to bed because she's going to run it back tomorrow. Right. Me, I don't know. I'm not I was saying the boat. same thing last week, but I was just like, oh, yeah, Monday night, Monday night's done. This is the last one. And I forgot it was regular season. I forgot no, about, we had, I forgot we about had super wild, wild card yeah. weekend this weekend. And I was weekend. like, oh, shit, one more Monday night game. Oh, well, sorry. So one more <laughs> Monday night game. And it was a great one. Uh, we'll yeah. talk about it here uh, coming up in a couple of minutes. But uh, 774-992-8702. We're going to get into Super Wild Card Weekend. We're going to get into the end of Tampa Bay. We will get into the Cowboys going on the road to play the Niners. Yep. Next week, we'll have a full divisional round preview for you. Uh, pretty interesting little nuggets. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about Kirk Cousins doing Kirk Cousins things. <laughs> uh, we'll get into... The NFL coaching carousel, uh, where how that is all shaping up and shaking out because there's going to be, there is, listen, the NFL offseason is by far and away the best offseason of any sport. I am only basketball. Basketball free agency can rival it a little bit, but yeah. for the most part, the NBA, the NFL offseason is the best because it starts literally on Black Monday, the Monday out or the two, the Monday after the season ends. Yep. And the coaches get fired. Yep. Then the coaches get hired over the next couple of weeks. Yep. And then once the coaches get hired, then you start to get, start to see like, Players okay, get cut. now we got yep. you know we got we got player options coming up. Guys got to be off the roster by you know whatever date in February or March. And then you've got the combine, and then free agency starts at the you know middle of March, end of April or beginning of April, Exciting and then time. the draft and. It just gets to the point where you're like, this is fucking awesome. And it never ends. And then you got June 1st cuts and trades and everything else. And it just, it's, it's just a nonstop cyclone of just holy shit. Yeah. And then people wonder why the NFL absolutely owns an entire day of the week. Right. Now three well, yeah, in most cases. Well, yeah, it's exciting to see because like, you never know who you're going to end up with on your team. You never know who's going to get cut. You traded, can go worst whatever, to first like. in one season. I mean, just look at the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, they were one of the worst teams in the NFL last year. Yep. And now, Firemeyer, hire Patterson, fucking there you go. You but, yeah, I mean, you you you're talking about a team Peterson, that went from three and fourteen 
uh, to to what were they this year? Nine and eight. Yes. You know, yeah, the, I believe so. Yeah, nine and eight, but division champs. So from three and fourteen to nine and eight, you're like, okay, that's a but a six game swing is big in the NFL. That's a huge, yeah, that's a huge amount of games to go from not winning to winning. I when mean, when Sunshine's on, dude, he drops dimes, bro. He does, and he's, we'll. Uh, he's you know he's got that physical ability to just see does. over the defense. He's like what six something. He's like six five, six, six four. Five, he's a big fucking kid, and he and he shows it with his throws. He he's up there. Some nice fucking passes, man. Yeah, and me. he's got an absolute hand cannon. Yeah. So he's got that going for him, which, yep. you know, definitely helps. Um, but he is, yeah, he's 6'6", actually. Jesus, yeah. He's, uh, he's way up there. Uh, but we'll get into the Chargers and the Jags. Uh, we'll get into that. We'll get into all the wild card weekend action that was. We'll get into the divisional round weekend coming up. 774-992-8702. Phones are open if you want to give us your thoughts, Yay. your feelings. And whatever it is that you want to talk about tonight, uh, NBA action is going on. I still can't get into the NBA. I just can't. It's still like I'm like oh, I want to, but until yeah. the trade deadline hits and it's the trade deadline's come and gone. Yeah. It's like what are we? I'm do not I really gonna care? lie. Today I'm on the couch and I was like, I'm going to ESPN. I'm like, are the Celtics on tonight? I'm like, no, they're on Thursday night. I'm like, did they play before that? Because usually it's like skip one, play one, skip. You know what I mean? Maybe. Yeah, it's not two, many back to backs anymore. No, not really. So I go and look, and I'm like, fuck, they're not playing tonight. I was like, tonight was like the first time in a while I've actually like looked up to be like, yo, I kind of want to watch the Celtics game. I mean, they're playing well, so it's fun when your team's doing well. It's fun to watch. I mean, right. if the Lakers were playing better, I'd probably be watching. But, I mean, they actually are playing fairly good right now. It's just, you know, right. things aren't going their well, the way. The second but. half of last year kind of more sparked my interest with basketball lately because, yeah, the Celtics are doing good. I'm not going to lie. I'm not like the most massive fucking NBA fan. You know what I mean? Like, I don't sit down and watch every game. Like, I'm like, oh, John Moran's on. You know what I mean? Oh, this guy's on. Oh, whoever. I'm just like, yeah, cool. My team's doing well. It's like hockey. Yeah. If the Bruins are in the playoffs, I'm watching. Right. You don't really necessarily, like, care. You're like, yeah, but I'll I watch. I like it because. I care, but I don't. I'm not, like. You know me. I love play. basketball. We used to play at a young age at a very high level. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever. Good old some, D.Y. Some, double, baby. Some might argue that. Are you but, familiar with the youth I league, mean, the youth league powerhouse that is DYAA? Yeah, that shit was fucking popping back in the day. I used to love playing. It was my favorite sport. I used to, it was my favorite sport to play. I understood. It. You know what I mean? So like, I can't say that like I'm the biggest like. NBA I love to play it. I just days. sucked at it. Yeah, well, I wasn't too too bad defensive wise. No, you were better. You were better. You were a better athlete than I was in high school too. So it made it well, easier for you. Younger than high school. This but is younger than high school. I was just not. I'm just not a good basketball. I didn't even player. make the fucking high school. I got team. decent one summer when like I was playing like three, four, five days a week. Yeah. And uh, when I was working at Planet Fitness that year, that one summer. Yeah. And like I just would go to the. I'd go to Burgos like every day and just shoot around before work, after the gym. Right. And like play and like I actually got pretty decent. Yeah. For like a little while there, and then I completely stopped yeah. playing, and I was like, "Oh yeah, never mind. My yeah. knees hurt, so I'm not going to do that." But yeah, fuck that. But I digress. Uh, let's but, let's get into the Supercar Wild Card Weekend because we got a lot to cover tonight. Yeah. And not a lot of time to do it. So seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. Give us a like and a share. This show will be up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts. It will be available. Yep. Uh, row one, seat one. Uh, within within an hour or so after the show, uh, it's usually up. Pretty pretty close to straight away. Uh, I usually sit, sit up here for about ten minutes after the show, fifteen minutes, make, make sure everything sure looks good. Yep. Make sure everything goes through. So uh, if you ever you want to listen to it uh, after the fact, you can. And there is also the link in the description for the live audio stream on Mixler m i x l r dot com backslash Joey Dash Fats. Uh, you can get the live audio stream only on that. Uh, so if you don't want to tie up your phone watching us, you can just click that link, listen. 
and do it that way. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let's dive right into it. So let's start with last night's game, and I just want to start with this first. Like I want to say the fir- first things first. Go. The Manning cast has got to be the greatest thing to ever happen to Monday Night Football. Yeah. I, I literally, and I hate using that word, was in stitches last night watching Peyton and Eli. And the way, and they had phenomenal guests on last night. You had yeah. Dion in the first quarter, Dan Campbell in the second, and then Teddy Bruschi to round it out. Yep. It was awesome. I was dying laughing. And, you know, it's, it's football for nerds. Like, if you like, if your team's not playing and you're not emotionally invested right. in this game, which I wasn't last night, I mean, I was rooting for the Cowboys. Because I wanted to see that overrated slam pig get sent home and hopefully into retirement, never to be heard from again. Um, Until he picks up his $300 million deal at fucking Fox Which is fine. He can be an analyst all he wants. I don't really yeah. care. I mean, I, there are so many people I hate more than him as analysts. Right. You know, uh, Dan Fouts, Mark Schlereth. Yep. Um, I'm sure I could run down a whole l- um, long list. What's his jackass name? I'll think of it in a minute. Keep going. Sorry. All right. Um, but watching it. With Peyton and Eli, yeah, it's football for nerds because they break down the plays. They show you things that you wouldn't necessarily see, you know, here in Aikman and Buck. Yeah, you know, and Aikman for all and Buck for for all, all the hate they get, they're actually really, really phenomenal at what they do. I, I don't Personally, mind. I like, like them. I don't mind them. Like unlike I like some people I know. I know our our dad, a number one. <laughs> fucking. When he shut the fuck up, he, he just just, just watches talking. just watches the game on mute because he can't stand listening to the two See, of them talk. See, I'm the one. I have to be. I have to watch the game. No, I have to listen to whoever's commentating the game. I have to listen to the crowd. I want to hear exactly what's going on at that spot at that time. You mean I tried watching the Manicast once and like as funny as it was and like I loved like what they do. I just wish they were in the booth instead. With basically the same kind of thing going on. You know what I mean? See, I like the way I, they do it because it gives you that feeling of like you're all just sitting around watching the game But I feel like I'm together. watching like a replay. I feel like I'm watching like film on something. I don't feel like I'm actually watching the game. You See, know I, what I'm I, saying? I, I, have, I have a to- I'm the total opposite. I know I'm watching the game, but I'm getting information right. that's not at a third grade level. Right. Well, you know I what under- I'm saying? I like it's that. it's Peyton and Eli don't dumb it down to the point where like Buck and Aikman have to because people know like okay look if you're tuning in to watch the Manning cast you're probably you probably know a thing or two about football you might have even played it at some level or another and you know you might not be like nerds like I am where like you watch film in your spare time for fun but you know football. You know, you know what a cover two is versus, say, you know, a man coverage. Or you know how to identify it pre-snap. You know, you know uh, what different formations are. What twenty-one personnel is versus twenty-two, or you know, any you know any litany of different laundry list of different terms and things. And they'll use those, and they'll use them in casual conversation, expecting the viewer to already know what they're talking about. And for me, that's what I love about it. And then you add in the element of just the sheer humor that they give and the, the, just how fucking funny it is. Like, last night when, uh, when Marr missed his third extra point, oh, man. Peyton Manning just gets up. He just gets up. He, just, he, he stands up in his chair. He's like, you've got to be kidding me. And walks off the screen. Right. And you just hear him yell like, off the screen, why are we still kicking it? 
Right. Like, <laughs> and I'm dying laughing, and I'm like, and then there's Eli just sitting there like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like just laughing because this is funny to him. Right, he's like, right. And it, and it, because you can tell One they're like, for five, they're dude. like, you know, they're, they're like, like Peyton still root, he roots for it like I would, like I, like I watch the game, right. and I'm like, you know, if you're rooting, say, if you're rooting for the Cowboys to win that game last night, which I was. I was. And. You know the 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 first extra point he misses. You're like, ooh, all right. Yep. Like I've seen that come back to bite people. Right. Then he misses the second one, and you're like, bruh. Yep. You're playing with fire here. At that point, I told one of my homeboys who's a huge Dallas fan. I was like, don't worry, bro. He ain't missing again. <laughs> this is why I don't bet or gamble really on anything. Like you know what I mean. I kind of keep it pretty. I, I keep well, that to a minimum. The same because. Although, I'm usually fucking wrong. <laughs> although, actually, I was undefeated in the pick, in my picks this week. I went seven and zero this weekend. Did you? I think picks. I went five and or six and zero. Was it six and zero or seven? Six and zero. Six and zero. I went five and one. No, six wasn't it? Six no, one? I don't think so. I forget. Doesn't matter. Anyway, I had four points. Um, it was two games left. So I'm I'm sitting there watching it. Yeah, six and zero. Okay. Yeah, I went undefeated. So I'm sitting there watching the whole thing go go down. And I'm like, all right, two missed extra points. I'm like, bro. I'm like, listen, I've seen enough of Tom Brady's career to know that when you start missing extra points and shit yeah. like that, some crazy shit is going to happen. That man has a horseshoe surgically implanted in his ass. That guy has gotten more lucky breaks than any quarterback, than all other quarterbacks in NFL history combined. Like that ball bounces that way's man more than anyone I've ever seen in sports history, and you're over here biffing extra points. I know. Even I'm like, Dak are was you? Pissed. I'm like, are you trying to tempt fate? Then he misses the third one, and I'm just like, all right, this is just funny now. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, like, this is just fucking I'm like, funny. Oh, fuck. I'm like, you watch, and then it, what was it? I'm like, watch this. I was like, it was like 24-7 or whatever it was at one point, and I said, watch this. Tampa Bay is going to come back and win this 27-24. Yep. And those three extra, extra points, points gonna are going to be, be the, the difference. Yeah, hell yeah. And I'm like, how fitting would that be? And then we're going to have to sit here and listen to Tom Brady's the GOAT. Oh, my God. Yeah. Look at what he did again. <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah, you're right, because I forgot Tom Brady. Tom Brady got on the sidelines, and he was like, <sighs> right as he kicked it. And it was his sheer will and determination that made him miss <laughs> that field goal. That's what happened. happened. Tom Brady made Mar miss that field goal. That's how fucking good he is. That's his grit and determination and love of the game and how competitive he is. Shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. God, I'm so glad Tom Brady is out of the fucking playoffs. And I hope done with the league so I never have to hear this bullshit again. Right. Like, after, like, the you know, the whole Monday night uh, debacle uh, with the Saints. Yeah. When, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Ingram uh, just inexplicably stepped out of bounds shy of the third down and you're the first down, you're like... Why would he do Why that? Why would you do that? And you're like, oh, right, you're playing Tom Brady. You just, people just do inexplicably stupid things when they play Tom Brady. And it's like, it was the same thing for that one year with Tim Tebow. Teams just did the dumbest shit that they could possibly do. Yep. And things just bounced Denver's way when Tebow was under center. Right. Everybody knew T it wasn't Tebow that was doing it. Yeah. But it just happened that it, way. It was Jesus. And you're like, oh, my it was God. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> and you're like, all right, so whatever. So I'm watching that, and I'm like, all right, three extra points. I'm like, this is just comical. Like, this is going to – this this three missed extra points is unheard of. I've never seen somebody miss two in a game, yeah. let alone three in a row. Right. And you see the Dallas bench, and they're like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, Dak was fucking And they're pissed. getting pissed, and I'm like, yeah, rightfully so. Right. 
And so, anyway, the Manning cast goes on, and Peyton has that reaction. Eli's just kind of chuckling like he fucking... <laughs> like, you could tell he was kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that my brother's it's, pissed. No, he's like... And it's also funny because it's Dallas, and he hates <laughs> Dallas. And he's like, yeah, this is kind of cool. Yeah. And uh, so th- so I'm watching it, and then Dion was just awesome as a guest. Yep. You know, there, there was a roughing the passer they called on Dak Prescott, and Dak... Uh, Dion just loses his mind. He's like, where is the roughing? Like, where is the roughing penalty here? Wow. He's like, what is right? And he's asking Peyton, he's like, don't you guys wish you could play now? Yeah. Like, you guys would play to your Imagine 80. Imagine if this was your rookie year, you know? Like, you'd be playing to your 80. Right. At this rate, like, he's like, they're going to, these boys are going to have flags on them before long. He's like, what are they, what are you supposed to do? Right. And it was a shitty, shitty, shitty roughing call, as usual, because, you know, why wouldn't it be? Um, one thing I was surprised, though, is that the amount of, uh, the amount that Micah Parsons ran his mouth all year about officials and roughing calls and, you know, this, that, and the other thing. I am very surprised that Micah Parsons was not flagged for some bullshit, like, roughing the passer penalty on Tom Brady or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, oh, uh, 15 yards. You got you got too close to Tommy. Yeah, you want to talk shit, bitch? <laughs> and, yeah, right. Like, it's like, no, a, talk, we'll talk some shit. Oh, we'll talk some shit. Baroque. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> But I was I was watching it, but the Manning cast was the best thing that ever happened to Monday Night Football. So glad they had it last night. It, I was I mean, I was in stitches. I mean, Dan Campbell was great. Teddy Bruschi was great. Yeah. You know, I mean Teddy Bruschi saying shit live on the air was awesome. <laughs> you know, he's like, I don't give a shit. And like and Peyton and like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, Teddy. We, you, Sorry. Teddy's like, yeah, but Teddy's Teddy's been on ESPN before, you know. He's like, ah, I got yeah, that. Yeah, and I mean, it's ESPN Plus. You got to pay for that shit, don't you? Uh, it's ESPN Two. No, oh. it's also on ESPN Two on live on cable. Oh no, kidding. So it's no. well, it's a cable channel. Yes, I mean, okay. I don't know. I think South Park said you can say shit on TV. You know, shit, 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 shit. But um, yes, but it's that got to be at the, like ten. Ah, uh, new South Park season starts in February, by the way. Oh. The season, no special, not a special season. Oh, weekly episodes. Oh, all right. Yeah, I can't wait. Um. No official date yet, but they announced it today. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the Manning cast was fucking great. Um, as far as the actual game goes, look, I f- I felt like Dallas should win this game. I felt like Dallas was the better team. I picked Dallas to win. I I, I don't know what the Buccaneers were thinking of trotting a forty-five-year-old quarterback out there and having him throw it sixty-six times. <laughs> like they didn't even try to run the ball. Right. I mean, uh, Richard, uh, uh, what's his name there? The running back had was averaging like six yards a carry. He was averaging like five point yeah, nine yards a carry. Yeah, he was running pretty good when they did run it. And he had like seven attempts, and that was it, or five attempts. And I'm like, uh, are you guys going to like even try to run the ball? Because you're not going to win just throwing the ball like this. Dallas was all over it. Mike Evans couldn't get open to save his life. Yep. Uh, Chris Godwin got open once, and you know, uh, I think he. Uh, he was the one that dropped that ball. Was that Mike Evans? The Mike that, Evans dropped the last the hail, the, the, the long one, one that would have made two it, minutes. The left. one that would have made it thirty-one twenty-one. Yep, the first play after two minutes, right up the right hand side. Mike Evans beat the corner and he just ran right down. And it was and that that play right there. I don't in know. A, that was that was Tampa's season in a nutshell. Right, and I don't know honestly if I'd have to look at it again, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't. Tom Brady overthrowing him slightly. It was literally. It went I think it was right slightly overthrown, like, and because he had to stretch bit, out for that, maybe a little bit. Yeah. But that's typically but a catch you right see Mike Evans through, make. Right, it went right through his hands, like pretty much. Yeah, and I was like, ah, I kind of wanted that to happen just to see, like, 
Another onside kick. Our oh, tip is gone. And then you know the Dallas fans would start sweating. Oh, so would Dax. So and those, would the and defense. Those, and then those those three next extra points would come yep. back to really feel like oh boy. Yep. And that magical fucking pixie dust aura would fucking start glowing behind Tom Brady or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck happens if these people say that happens. And then and you're shit. like, oh, here we go again. Yep. But no, luckily it didn't. I'm glad I picked Dallas to win that game. Dallas should have won that game. Dallas is the better team. Tampa had no business even being in the playoffs this year. They were a shit team. I mean, I know they won their division, but it's like you garbage won it by division. default. It was a garbage division. Um, probably one of the worst in the league, to be honest. Yeah. And uh, they had no business even being there. So whatever. Good. Glad they're done. Glad they're out. I'm glad Brady is. is I mean, he's definitely done in Tampa. We'll see if he decides to pick it up one more year. But after going 35 for 66 with two touchdowns and a pick, in a playoff game, yeah. and I mean, in barely cracking 300 yards, I think he had like 335 yards or something like that. It wasn't even that yeah. much. You know, it, it's like, dude, give it up. It's over. It's well, all set. It's yeah. cool. And I guess he hinted at his press conference that he's not going to be back in Tampa anyway. So, oh no, he's definitely not back in Tampa next year, for sure. Yeah, he's definitely done in Tampa. Um, let's see, where was it? Game logs. I want to see what he. Uh, Oh, why did I do that? I what do you have that. for yardage? I just uh, want to see what the uh, what the what his yardage was last night. I'm just I'm I'm glad that the Dak that we all hoped was going to show up actually showed up. Right, agreed. That's a little like more like because I like Dak Prescott. I got a couple friends that are hardcore Dallas fans. I usually don't root against Dallas unless it's a against like the Broncos or the Colts. Ah, uh, three fifty one. 351? Yeah. So 35 of 66, 351, two touchdowns a pick. He was yeah. sacked twice. Right. Uh, which wasn't anything crazy. But they, yeah, Rashad White had seven attempts for 41 yards. Leonard Fournette, five attempts for 11 yards. I mean. Just not running the ground. And they, that's it. That's it. Those that, that was their only rushing attempts. I mean, that's just – that's insane. I mean, that's – you're never going to win a football game. I don't care if – that's even – even Tom Brady 10 years ago isn't winning that football game. Right. If you're going to throw it 66 times in a game, you're not winning. No it's, this is This is the NFL. That's this is like a, Phillip Rivers in, in Indy numbers right there. Just chuck it, chuck it, chuck it, chuck it up. Chuck it. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's like old school Andy Reid. Like yeah, Donovan, like, 50 times like, in a game. We're going to get off the bus and we're going to throw the ball. And then when we get to the game, we're going to throw the ball. And when throwing the ball doesn't work, we're going to throw it some more. Yep. And if that doesn't work, then we're going to fucking throw it some more. Throw it further. And you're like, Jesus Christ, Andy Reid, you, know, you have Brian Westbrook. You, know, you could use him. Fuck that. We'll use him in the passing game. No, just throw the ball like don't throw the ball yeah. uh but i'm just i'm super stoked that brady is done the one thing i will miss about brady is nights like last night and watching him lose i will miss watching brady get i think the most disappointing the thing about it is he is one of the last like of that generation like what now we got a rod left once a yeah. rod's done that's pretty much it i mean i don't even count stafford really in that Era because I'm talking like at least like 06 and earlier. Yeah, I mean, Stafford Yo, was drafted, what, 09? 08, 09, I think, yeah. Somewhere in there, yeah. From Georgia, whatever he was. Um, yeah, it was him and Bradford the same But draft. like Roethlisberger is gone. You know what I mean? Rivers is gone. Breeze is I, gone. I feel like when, when Mannings are gone. When, when Rivers, Ben, and Eli were done, I felt like that was the end of the era. Really? That was it. Because a- well, uh, Ben was just a little a- while ago. A Rod, I guess you could say, is the is the last. He's the last of that guy because he was drafted 05. Yeah, and A-Rod's that was the last that one. was kind of it. That, but that's it. You know, the 06 draft class of Liner, Cutler, and Young, they're gone. You know, 07 yeah. was what Jamarcus Russell. That's that's done. 
Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's not too many. I mean, Joe Flacco's out there still, but not Flacco. Really. But Flacco was 08. Was he? Yeah, yeah he, he was. was a he was. Later. He was 08. I thought he was like 07, 06, but no, he was. He was. He was 2008. You know, let's see who who was it. Uh, it was 2010 with Sam Bradford and and yeah, Mr. Glass. He oh, Stafford glass. was nine. It was 09. I forgot the yeah, 09. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yep, 07 was Russell. So there you go. I mean. And that's really it. That's it. That's the last of that. That's the last bastion, bastion for that generation. I know. And it sucks, man. That it's was over. the only thing was thinking about like Brady leaving. I'm like, no. I'm and not if A Rod and Brady go. walk off the same year, that's it. That kills. That's yep. it. That is the end of a generation right there. Yep. And that's what hurts the most. And I don't mean it like because it was the greatest generation. And I just think back to all the games from. Oh, two, three, four, five, all those mid early 2010, you know what I'm saying? Like all the way up to 2010, all those games, all those playoffs, everything that went on, like what a fucking nasty generation of what an awesome bunch, you know what I'm saying? Like just a sick era in football, really. Like, right. I think it was one of the best to watch. And then, of course, we had a little bit more through 2015, but I think like 95 to 2005 was the best single, like 10 year sample size of the NFL. Yeah. Like that was the best year in terms of. The best years in terms of like the 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 offenses and the forward pass had become advanced to a point where like you were like okay these are getting very intricate very much more modernized in terms of like what you see today with right. you know routes route combinations you know right. the, the the hurry up the no huddles yep. you know Peyton Manning style offenses where yep. you you know you had three wide receivers and a tight end and you could spread the field right. and then you know plus but, the athletes were getting stronger yeah. faster more and then you know, after beers you know like smoking oh four oh five is when the rules kind of started to shift in favor of the offenses and fantasy football became a bigger thing and once that started Every year from 06 on, it just became just, more and more bitch and more and more, you know. And then, of course, Brady gets hurt. That was the end of it. Like, that's it. Oh, 2008. It's like, okay, well, you can't touch quarterbacks anymore. Yeah. You're like, well, no, like, why? Right. You know, but. Because this guy sells too many seats. Right, you know? exactly. And then they're like, well, yeah, but, the, you know, think about the fantasy implications. Like, I don't give a shit fantasy about Fantasy makes a ton of money. I it's know. all about money. It's all and about the money. And unfortunately, right. they just we know they've that. dumbed down their own product, but it's still going to sell. Cause because it still sells like crazy. It's still yeah. the number one draw. There's nothing we can do to stop it, and there's nothing we can do to change it. So either you like it or you don't. But, I mean, eventually, I can see myself fading away from the NFL and just being like I a can't. casual fan. I can't. I, I've already felt it more recently in probably the last, like, five years yeah. where I've become, like, I, I, I have much less. Let me put it this way. I am much more open to doing something on a Sunday where I might not be home on my couch by 1 o'clock than I was five years ago. Yeah, I can see that. You know what I mean? Like, I'll, I'll go out. I'm at like, work, and I don't mind that there's a game on. I'm like, oh, well. Right, yeah. There's I'm like, like, oh, well. Five, ten years ago, like, I'd be like, oh, fuck no. Right. The Broncos are, like, the Broncos are playing on a night, and I got to work. I'm like, eh, whatever. Right. Oh, well. Sucks, but oh well. Oh well. You know, where ten years ago, fifteen years ago, I'd be like, I- I'm calling out dead. I'm not missing that. Yeah, no. You know, like I, I don't miss a play. And granted, I still don't. I'll still come home and watch the replay. Yeah. And and whatever, but uh, n- neither here nor there. But no, it's just it's not going anywhere. And but last night was was again. It could be the end of an era. You know, with Brady leaving, which is fine by me. Bye, Felicia. It's gotta happen. I'm not gonna miss you. It's I, I, I I wanted you to stay retired. Should have retired after they won the Super Bowl. You know, yeah, because it only, it's only on it's only gotten worse every year since then. Yep. 
Like, I mean, I don't know why people thought it was going to get better or stay the same. Yeah. You know, the whole, like, oh, we're, we're keeping all the same guys in house. We're going to run it back. I'm like, yeah, that doesn't work. Yeah, Tom Brady's still thinking about coming back because that FTX thing went under, so he still mm. needs game checks. So. I don't know. He's got $300 million coming his way when he's ready. So That's exactly apparently what he put in, so that kind of hurts. Mm. So you just got back what you lost, which is good, but he you're got, not gaining he got, that. He got, Duped by that fucking weirdo with the fro. Yeah. <laughs> that and dingy little kid with his yeah. with his girlfriend that looks like she gets railed by five Tennessee police officers. <laughs> choo choo. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh the trains are always on time in Tennessee, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. <laughs> yep. I'll be uh, I'll be I've here all night. Be so sure to be sure to tip years. your waitress. Uh seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. Give us a call. Um what does this mean for the Cowboys, though? Finally, it ends the Cowboys' road losing streak in the playoffs. They hadn't won since 95 on the road. Tom Brady's first loss to the Cowboys. Tom Brady finally loses to the Cowboys, first time in his career. Yep. Uh, which was interesting that I was like, wow, really? I mean, then you think back to it and you're like, yeah, yeah the Cowboys only had like a. Much. They don't play them that much. Like the Cowboys didn't have years? that many great teams. Once every f- no, okay. Yeah, basically once, once every, every four, four years. years yeah. Like um, it could be like once, like with a. Maybe one to four years, throw in like a two year window in between. But yeah, typically once every four years, um, which, you know, he gets his first loss. And then, you know, the whole. He uh, didn't play him in the playoffs his first year in Tampa, right? No. Because that would be the only other time maybe that he would play him like more more frequently. No, they had the Saints, the Packers. I can't remember. And I think they had the bye. Oh, no. Didn't they play Philly or was that last year? I think that was last year they played Philly. Oh, I don't know. I was just gonna say the only the only way that they would play more frequently than that is if they played a couple times in the playoffs is when he went to Tampa. But I don't think they did. Probably remember that. Yeah, they played Philly last year. They beat yeah. them thirty-one fifteen, and then the first oh the first year that's what we wanted to know. Let me see here. Yeah, that and was... now I'm curious. I thought they had the bye week that that year, and they didn't Probably. play. Oh no, they played Washington. That's right. Oh, okay. that's right. They almost and they almost lost that game too. Like it was thirty-one twenty-three, but that wasn't even like a. Yeah, it was yeah. a close thirty-one twenty-three. Th- all right, I didn't think they played Dallas in the playoffs. Yeah, that was the Taylor there. Heineke game. Yeah, when he came in and kind of everybody was like, "Oh, oh damn!" Yeah. And he played nice this year too, dude. I mean, kids, when he was in, kids not bad, bro. I'm telling you, if we got the Brock Purdy era, and the Heineke, and like I don't know, you could probably name a couple other like young kids that are coming in that are decent. I mean, other than like Lawrence and Herbert and like shit like that, like in Mahomes. Like, well, Herbert Herbert's fucked. Um, but we'll get into that in a second. Uh, I would love for the Chargers to pull some stupid shit and just be like, you know what, Herbert, we're going to trade you to Indy. Yeah, you would love that. And you know who else would love that? Justin Herbert. Yeah. Um, because the Chargers didn't fire Joe Staley, which I just still cannot believe. Yeah, I know. Um, but we'll get into that in a second because one more thing, just quick note, too. Uh, after this, after this weekend, with Dallas winning last night, three of the final four teams, or three, uh, three of the final teams in the in the nfc playoffs are nfc east teams you've got philly and the giants on saturday night and then you've got dallas and san francisco and there's your that's to go to the nfc championship game right. so three-fourths oh right giants three yeah, quarters yeah, of the three quarters of the, of, of the, the only nfc missing team <laughs> yeah i mean and you know we 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 had a feeling that there was going to be three we all know there's going to be three teams from a division that make the playoffs because you have an extra playoff team now so you're almost guaranteed to make have three teams make it. Everybody thought, you know, okay, the AFC West, that's a slam dunk. You know, that that there's definitely gonna be three teams from that. Like whoever gets left out of that is gonna be is gonna be done dirty. Wrong. Right, right. That that shit took very us, wrong. That t- that <laughs> shit went south real fast. Yep. Uh you know, we thought maybe NFC, no, no, the NFC 
Now, the NFC South wasn't one of them. The AFC South, we thought, might be one of them. AFC South, yeah. You know, and you're going to have Indy and Tennessee are going to be really good. And I liked the Jags a lot preseason, more than than anybody I remember talking to. Yeah. I mean, I remember saying it on this show. We said it right here. You know, I said, I like what the Jags are building. You know, I really do. And I think, you know, when they went and they got uh, Fatowski there, the defensive tackle, um, and they got the, uh, what's his name, the linebacker from Atlanta who was was like their leading tackler this year. I'm like, they're making solid roster moves. Like, yeah, they had to overpay for Christian Kirk at wide receiver, but you're Jacksonville. You're going to have to overpay for somebody at some point. Yeah. I like what Jacksonville's building. Then they get rid of Urban Meyer and hire Doug Peterson, who is the perfect guy to just like, okay, let's bring him in, steady the ship. You know, keep things, get things running yeah. in the Super in the right Bowl direction. Quarterback, he knows how to coach. Yeah, uh, you like let's get everything running in the right direction here, right? And make this, you know, okay. Like let's get this going the right way. Like right. we we all right. We tried the Urban Meyer thing. Oops, we fucked up. Yep. Smartly, they rid themselves of him after one year. Shotgun yep. was like, nope, that ain't working. You know, he's out grabbing. I think Peterson was a solid. Gra- grabbing twenty-one-year-old coeds and shit. You know, right. or whatever. Like, I mean, if he can coach, if he can coach fucking Nick Foles and the Eagles to a to a Super Bowl win, I mean, you know what I mean? It's listen, the guy's got stones. I mean, he can coach. There's no doubt about it. I thought it was right. a great hire back then. I think it's and a Trevor great hire Lawrence, now. I think is one of those guys who's like he's obviously very dedicated. Like he doesn't. The reason why he hasn't been doing well or maybe, like, is now progressing into doing well but hasn't, like, in the first – is because he just didn't have the leadership and the coaching spot in the administration to, like, really help him get there. You know what I'm saying? It's not like his, like, off-field shenanigans or he's, like, a bum or, like – you know, he's just some shit-tier, like, quarterback. Like, I'm trying to think of, like – I don't want to say bake, you know what I mean? Because, like, I hate that. But he's not, like, a baker. Like, he's not too big for his fucking britches. I feel like Trevor Lawrence is a humble ass dude who's ready to work, and the dude's fucking hungry. Well, I think, ba- I think Baker him. was too. The problem is Baker went to the Browns, and yeah, instead of in the Browns, I, th- in, I feel like instead Baker's of, got some arrogance to him. But, though, well, that's, which and I that's like, and that's I'm fine. A huge fan. That's fine. But Baker Mayfield had his issue that he had was that you know unlike the, the unlike the Jaguars, the Browns doubled down rather than admitting their mistake and owning it and firing Fred Kitchens, which they never should have hired in the first place. Right. They doubled down and just kept making mistake after mistake after mistake. And then until eventually they were like, all right, well, we run out of excuses and scapegoats, so Baker, you're out. And then at that point, Baker was broken. Right. You listen, you put Baker on a good team with a good coach. Yeah. I, I'd love to see Baker and like Indy with Sean. I Payton was going to say, I would take Bake. I would definitely take Shake and Bake, 100%. I know you would. The only thing, I mean, I don't think Sean Payton's coming to us. I honestly wouldn't mind Dan Quinn. I know he's been I, interviewed by two teams this week, or, he's or at least two teams with, have asked. I think he's permission. interviewing with the I don't uh, know Colts who. this week. That's one of the teams? Yeah, yeah the Colts did request to interview Dan Quinn. Quinn. I thought so, because it said two teams were gonna had already contacted the, um, Jerry, basically, to see if they could interview him, and I didn't see, know who what the Quinn, teams were. Quinn, to me, though, is one of those guys. Quinn is a very – he's a John Fox type head coaching candidate right he's he's the kind of guy that you bring in when your team is kind of a fucking mess yeah. you need to establish a good a, a, a i leadership. was hoping you were gonna say kubiak type no kubiak <laughs> was the guy that took what fox did yeah and then brought it to a super bowl and and won it right you know he's like dan quinn's the kind of guy like he's good enough to maybe get you there you know, but I don't think he's good enough to win it. Well, maybe he'll make a couple of different decisions this time if he does. I mean, it, to the last time he was. Well, there. it just—I'm just saying from from like a stand, like from the way I look at it, there are guys that are that are there 
Like, John Fox, when he came to Denver, was the perfect guy to come into because he had to come in and fix the Josh McDaniels mess. Right. And that team was a train wreck. The roster was a train wreck. They needed a guy that was willing to come in and say, look, we're not in it to win it this year. However, if you come in, you give us some time, we're going to build a team. We're going to get you a good team. We think you're capable of getting us to a Super Bowl. We know you're not Bill Belichick, Sean Payton, Pete Carroll, like one of these elite-level guys or whatever. Right. But Tomlin, whatever. You don't. I mean, you don't say that. You, you, you you're all elite. You're all right. third. You know, you're well, the because, but you because uh, right. But the longevity of each coach is subject to what's fucking upstairs. Well, that's the same ownership thing plays a big well. a big part in this. And with with Dan Quinn, I feel like Dan Quinn is kind of a right the ship kind of guy. Yeah. I don't know that Dan Quinn because by the time Dan Quinn comes in, cleans up the mess that's there, gets the team on what the right mess track. Is there really there though? Yeah, quarterback situation. There, well, the thing and is, some O line shit. And yes, the offensive know. line is a mess for no reason. It's not for because no it lacks, reason. Not not because it lacks talent, but like you, you know, you you're gonna have Gilmore's contract, Buckner, uh, the maniac. Like you got big contracts coming up for, on the Keith defensive Lennon side. You got to figure out who you're keeping, who you're not, and you need a guy who's gonna be able to come in and say, look. These are the kind of guys that we can win with. These are high football IQ, team guys, guys that get it, that want to win. Because there are guys out there that are just out there for themselves. They don't really give a shit whether they win or lose. They're just there for the money, and that's fine. the stats. But those guys will find a place, and coaches will come in and find another place. John Fox did did that in Denver. He came in and cleaned up Josh McDaniel's mess. You know, big fucking mess. By the way, they they started. <laughs> they decided at one and four they were going to say, "Fuck it, we'll try the Tim Tebow experiment." Ends up finishing an eight and eight season in the playoffs and winning a playoff game. <laughs> then em. the very next year they go out, they get Peyton Manning, <clears throat> and then the rest is history. Right. You know, but the, for the, for t- two thousand and twelve. You know, they come up short. They lose the, the Jacoby Jones jump ball Joe game. 2013. Yeah. Stop calling it the Mile High Miracle. It's yeah. It's, it's uh, yeah, not the, the Mile High Miracle. It's a miracle that uh, that that Tony that Carter bullshit. couldn't figure out that he's still supposed right. to run with Any the receiver. Any type of miracle happens to the home team, like we said, the Music City miracle, the the miracle Minnesota. of the metal, miracle of the Meadowlands. What was the what was well, the, actually uh, no? The miracle of the Meadowlands was uh, that was Herman Edwards picking up for Philly. Well, whatever. But I'm talking about uh, the Minnesota one. Minnesota miracle. Minnesota miracle. Yeah, it's all the miracles happen to the home team, not the fucking. No, because well, no, because the miracle in the Meadowlands wasn't the home team. Then that wasn't a miracle. Was it? Right. That was, that was I'm, just I'm some right bullshit. That, right? <laughs> no fucking buddy, no majority fan, like the majority of the fans of that team were not like, wow, that was a miracle. They were probably like, nah, that was some fucking bullshit. The miracles only happened to the home Oh, teams. there's two miracles in the Meadowlands. Yeah, well, it was both Philly. Both of them were, were, were with Philly uh, because the miracle in the Meadowlands was Herman Edwards. When he played for the when he played for the Eagles, picking up the botched snap against the Giants, and then the second miracle in the Meadowlands was in 2010 when Deshaun Jackson returned the punt on Christmas week. Yeah, well, those are miracles. Then miracles have to well, happen I'm to just, the home team. Well, yeah, but it's but the precedent is set. That's fucking but stupid. Then 2013, the Broncos get to the Super Bowl, Jacoby get blown Jones, out yep. by the by the Seahawks. With Tony Carter for all Then they down. lose again in the divisional round to the Colts. With an injured Peyton Manning, yeah, qua- and they decide, quad. and they decide to fire John Fox. They bring in Kubiak. Kubiak takes that team to the next level. They win the Super Bowl that year. Right. Now, what I'm saying is, with, I can see Dan Quinn going to Indianapolis or even Denver, writing the ship. Maybe not so much Denver because I don't think Denver's mess is as big as it looks uh, from the outside. It's not. I think when you look at 
the guys they're going to get back healthy next year. I mean, that was the you num- fired Hackett, and all of a sudden we're the number one or number three top three deep or offense. Number, number one offense in the league. Number, the off, number one offense in the fucking league, red especially in offense. the red zone. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Red zone offense, and it's like clear that Hackett was not allowing Russ to cook. He he took away. He told. He gave him an electric oven. He, he needed that gas he, shit. He, he needed that he, assault he stove. He told bro. Gordon Ramsay to cook me a seven course gourmet meal, and then said, "Here's an easy bake oven. Get it done." You know, did they tell yeah. did they tell Picasso no brush? <laughs> okay. No, they didn't. <laughs> so, you know, that's but that's where I think so I think Was that, that the rock. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Damn, all right, good. Got that. <laughs> no scissors, clippers only. <laughs> did they tell Picasso no brush? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, with a pair of scissors this man could cut your balls off. Clippers only. Yeah. Right, with a pair of clippers this man could take cut your balls off. Clippers only. He's like yeah. Okay, <laughs> moody. Like, yeah, whatever. And, uh, that was a good, yeah, good scene. I don't know what's happening. I just want you to know: Are you happy with your haircut? Yeah, with, are you happy with the way that you look? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking classic. God, yeah, I love that. The Rock movie. is a great movie. If Welcome you haven't seen it, to the check Rock. It, check it out, Sean. I am actually excited Gage. now for next week with no Monday Night Football. Like, I just realized how much more video game time I just acquired. Fuck yeah! Because now I don't have to like feel obligated to watch a game. Yeah, this is nice. Kind of like the end of football season, man. Spring is gonna be sweet. Yeah, I'm gonna get really good at darts and eye racing again. Yeah, it's gonna be nice. Gotta anyway, save up a bunch of money and do work to the house. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. The Manny cast was fucking awesome. If you missed it last night, uh, yeah, you're lost. I don't yep. know what to tell you. Yep. Unless you're a Cowboys fan and you were yep. watching that, like, because yep. you're obviously if you're invested in the game, you don't want to be sitting there like watching yep. two guys just kind of like shoot the shit. While, like, you know, it's, oh, it's third and seven. Yeah. You know, and like, you're like, okay, third and seven. Like, I want to be locked in. If it's my team, I, I know I want to be right. locked in. I know. That was a great Monday night football game, honestly. <laughs> like, two great things out of it that I got. Dak Prescott finally showed up to a fucking playoff game, which I thought was awesome. And so did the Cowboys as a whole. And CeeDee Lamb got more than one fucking catch this time. Which was nice. Which was nice because I like CeeDee Lamb. And Tom Brady goes away, maybe. Thank you. Hopefully. Hopefully. So, like, two great things, which I said I was a little bit bittersweet about, but not because the re- because of other reasons. It's not solely him is the reason, but it's him being no, connected to a group solely, of people. It's solely but him. it's him being connected to a group of people that I miss watching and it was a great era of football, and that's it. But other than that, that but see to, you the fuck later, bro. To me, though, that, 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 died, that died when Peyton Manning retired for me, so it didn't matter. That was... I've been watching Peyton since he was at Tennessee. I know, because I got to see the second to last. I got to see the last Tom Brady versus Peyton Manning game ever. You were there. I was there. That was fucking I dope. Got, I, got, I got a baggie full of the confetti downstairs. I should have brought more. I'm so mad. I didn't think of it because I was so fucking wrecked, dude, that I was like, oh, this will be cool. And I just grabbed a little bit. I should have stuffed my fucking pockets with that shit and grabbed everything I could from people and been like, yo, give me that. Like the little, like, fucking kazoos and shit and all that weird oh yeah all the little- i should have just grabbed it yeah give me all this it just brought home a fucking sack full of shit that's why i plan on doing a daytona like when I, i'll be at daytona in what 32 days yeah i'll be at the daytona grab 500 programs, can't fucking wait i'm grabbing bro. everything like everything. i'm bringing like a half packed bag yeah just so i have room for like just stuff shit hats t-shirts die cast cars pictures i don't know facts. like i'm gonna be like i'm gonna have shit like I'm, I'm probably gonna end up buying something i'm gonna have to have shipped home yeah facts like if I come across like an Give autograph, me a Haley Deegan shirt. You want a Haley Deegan yeah. shirt? All right. 
I just pretended that was Brian Deegan. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm going to the truck race on Friday night. I'm. I, I want to try probably to. Probably going to be racing. She is. And I bet Brian Deegan's going to be there. I want to try well, to maybe. get. I want to try to get pit passes. Yeah. And Dude, I, if you met Brian Deegan, I'd be so fucking jealous. I, That'd be like me meeting T.O. So actually, you owe me one. All right. Yeah. Give me TD. Oh, I said T.O. Yeah, yeah. Terrell Davis. Sorry. He probably punched me in the face. He's like, actually. Nah, uh, it's okay. T.O., T.D., L.T. Yeah. A.P. There's so many two-letter acronyms. T's, abbreviations. Yeah. But no, I'll be at Daytona 32 days. I can't fucking wait, dude. Like, it's going to be fucking lit. And uh, but I'm bringing like a whole thing. Like I wish I was just more. I want more shit. I want all the shit. And then I'm probably gonna go back again next year and just be like, yeah, fuck it. Maybe I'll try and get the vacations. You know? I go with you. Fuck yeah, dude. Do we can do like a we can do a boys trip. We'll yep, do yep, pit yep. passes. Yeah. I want to try to find out how you get those because I'm gonna start looking for them like now yeah. for next year. Flying to the infield on a helicopter. No, I'm not getting in a helicopter. Are you out of your fucking mind? Oh yeah, especially into a race contract. Joey's like, I. Joey no. Looks at me, he's like, Are you fucking no. kidding? This feels like a Family Guy joke. I I'm will sorry. walk. <laughs> before yeah. I fucking get in a helicopter. <laughs> Just like, do you know who my favorite driver was ever, asshole? You like, want me to fly out? Davey Allison dies yeah. in a helicopter. <laughs> Kobe Bryant dies in a helicopter. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't mean Kobe. I just, I was thinking Not, in terms have, of NASCAR. Have, in no way, shape, or form am I getting in a helicopter. Why would anybody want to fly a helicopter anyway? Anytime it's you get... so cool. If you get into a machine that from the moment you turn it on, it is actively trying to kill you... Yeah. Why would you entertain being in that machine? But technically, a plane does. No, yeah, no, does. planes don't try to kill you. Helicopters yes, try to kill you. Well, there's just a lot more to a helicopter than there I is know. a plane. You know? It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't like them. I don't want to be in one. I know. Uh, I would two, love to learn. Two to fly. of my favorite, all time favorite. I'm like Peyton Manning. Please never get in a helicopter. Just, just don't do it. Yeah, don't. Please just stay don't. out of them. Like I have really bad luck with the people I root for in helicopters. So yeah, please you know, don't. don't ever do that. Um, but anyway, I digress. Yeah. Uh, 774-992-8702. Let's Brian talk. and Haley Deegan don't ever get into a <laughs> Let's, uh, Yeah, I'll, I'll grab you a Haley Deegan shirt while I'm down there. Yeah, I'm just a fan. Or like I a, think she's or cool. I'll get you a little the diecast car Whatever, I'm just, uh, you know me, I'm a motocross fan, so I got to root for the Deegans if they're Hell in yeah. any kind of sport. You know what I'm saying? Like. Hell yeah. So uh, let's talk a little bit about Sunday's games. Uh, we don't have to spend a ton of time on Cincinnati and Baltimore, other than the fact that I think this game was a lot closer than it should have been. However... I'm going to give Cincinnati the benefit of the doubt yeah. because it was a divisional matchup. That's the only reason. I think Huntley came out and played pretty – pretty. I, I, he played better than I thought he was going to. You know what I mean? But, like, if it wasn't they, for that That Baltimore bullshit, defense that has not been very good this year – Was pretty decent. They shut out – or shut down, I should say, the, the Bengals in the second half. I know. Mix, I, I don't know what they did, but, like I said, for that – ridiculous 98 yard like strip fumble return by a what's Hubbard yeah. a linebacker yes fucking he ran it all the way back for that to be the difference in the game between a barely oh, no, sorry, make defensive it, end oh DN yeah. whatever I don't Edge. even know I, I just found out who he was last night to be honest with you um <laughs> for him to be able to run that back and for them to be able to make that the difference in the game between the Ravens just be like basically squeaking in for them to be, you know, Super Bowl last year, like, you know, divi- you know, losers, but still, they made it to the big game. They're technically the big dogs that are in the fucking playoffs right now, or at least supposed to be, and they hung on by that. Not really pumped on that. I love Joe Burrow. I love Jamal Chase. I love T. Higgins. That's like a nasty trio of dudes that, like, I would fucking kill to have on Indy. So I got a roof on. Plus, those all whites are banging, but 
I don't know. Listen, man. I'm I'm all in. Like, I'm all in on the Bengals. I love the Bengals. I, love I the think Bengals. I think whoever wins uh, between Buffalo, I, I, I think I between who, the winner of the Buffalo Cincinnati game, I think goes to the Super Bowl and wins it. Uh, unless it's San Francisco, because then I think uh, San Fran can can. Fuck, I, I I feel like San Fran is probably gonna win it all. I'm a pretty big Brock Purdy fan. Same. Um, and we'll get into the Niners in a sec because this was kind of, you know, when it comes to division games. I really felt like Cincinnati was going to do to Baltimore what San Fran did to Seattle in terms of, you know, okay, close at the half, but turn Cincinnati's going to turn this thing on. Turn They're going to win going away. They're a better team. They're battle. They were there last year. But again, I feel like Cincinnati still has this air of immaturity about them, and I don't mean that in a bad way. What I mean by that is that they have this air of, like, they don't know what they don't know. Like, they don't know that they're supposed to be the better team, put their foot on the gas, and blow the Ravens out in the second half of that team right. game. Just like, just like, just like last in year, sense. they don't know that they're not supposed to go and they're beat Tennessee, team. and they're not supposed to go into Arrowhead and beat the Chiefs. Yeah, they're young. They're team. just, you know, like McPherson. Who's the oldest dude on that team? Mc, Eli Apple. Right, like McPherson <laughs> coming out and like, all right, go kick the field goal. All right, guess we're going to the Super Bowl. Right. You know what I mean? Like that kind of like cocky arrogance, which you want in a young team. You want that. Like that's what you want. And, and they're going to be successful, and I think they're going to be successful for a long time. They proved me wrong this year. I felt like Cincinnati was going to be uh, was was going to be one of those teams that kind of flopped this year. Yeah, that yeah, they, they that... didn't live up to the expectations because I think a lot of people were putting them uh, on a very on a pedestal preseason, and I was like, mm, they didn't do enough in free agency in the draft for me to really, you know, g- they didn't get good enough in, in during the offseason for me to put them back in, an, in, right, in the right. Super they Bowl. They weren't a 14-win team or a 13-win no, 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 team. No, 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 no. I didn't see them taking a jump. And granted, during the regular season, they really didn't. You know, they really weren't. They didn't make a you know huge jump record wise. I mean, what were they? They were they were thir- they were twelve and four. Yeah. You know, would have been you know could have been thirteen and four, which I guess is still you know a very high. It's actually a very good record. They they definitely proved me wrong this year in that regard. Joe Burrow was better than I think I realized, or or, or he wasn't going to have that slump. Like they didn't take last year for granted. Right. Like I kind of thought they might, yeah. and that's a cr- yeah. credit to Zach Taylor. And the coaching staff are keeping them focused and, and the eyes on the prize. Now, that being said, they still have just that, like, there's something about them where I'm just like, they're just not, they're just not mature enough yet. Right. And even though I think they might on paper be as good or even better than Buffalo, I feel like Josh Allen and Buffalo, I feel like they've, they've got a little bit more moxie in, sen- in the sense of, like, they know, like, hey, we got to win. We got to be focused. Right. We got to win this game. I and yeah. and I don't want to say it's experience because it's not like they're like you know light years ahead of them. But I feel like Buffalo kind of knows how to win now. I think Josh Allen plays harder than say Joe Burrow does. I mean, I'm, Josh Allen will literally hurdle motherfuckers and lay the wood. He'll do whatever. He'll do whatever out. he's going to do he to will, win. And and with his size and his athleticism and and his high motor and what other kind of like white guy. Um, uh, oh no no that that I, only applies to uh, high motor only applies to white defensive ends. Oh white DNs. Okay. Yeah, you know, sneaky fast. Is sneaky that, fast is like a white receiver or right. a white running back. Right. High. Um, Freakish athlete would be like a black defensive end, like a Jadavian Clowney. No, I'm talking about all the white guy. Um, what do you call him? High like motor, high 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 football IQ. IQ. Yeah, high motor, high uh, football quick IQ. Quick twitch. Quick twitch. Yeah. Uh, shifty. 
Shifty. Um, Something about athleticism too, like like freaky. No, sneaky athleticism. Yeah, sneaky athletic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's all. Josh we'll hear it Allen. all in a couple of weeks at the draft. But Josh Allen, to me, especially like every time I watch him play, he's like the fucking Grinch in that one scene where the little hot thing goes out and he fucking just breaks it and he, sh- and he just he lays it all out there for his team, man. And he's honestly fucking nasty. He's really come into his own. Obviously, we've all seen this over the last. Uh, he's an years. absolute. He's a juggernaut. He's a monster. I, and honestly, I feel like if we get. You know, no matter what, I, I listen. I would love to see the Jaguars pull off the upset in Arrowhead. Yeah. Again, I, I don't think it's out of the realm of possible. In, in fact, I think it's it's very possible. I hope it does. But I will be the biggest fucking Jaguars fan in the only time. I, I'll tell you right now, if the Jaguars go in and beat uh, Kansas City this weekend on Sunday, yep. I'm I'm buying a Trevor Lawrence jersey on Monday. I might. No, nah, I can't. I can't. I'm buying that. a Trevor Lawrence jersey. I can't do if that, if but. they beat the Chiefs on Sunday, <laughs> I will buy a Trevor Lawrence jersey and I will wear it on the show the day I'll it comes in. I'll be so fucking pumped. I'll be like, yeah, bitch. Fuck I will. You. I will. Like, I will do that. So I'll and, be so pumped. because even though he went to Clemson, and I can't stand Clemson, Dabo, sweet. and Dabo, and all that because you know ACC. I'm a Miami guy. You know how it goes. Can't root for Clemson. I love Trevor Lawrence. For some reason, I just love this Sunshine, kid. Sunshine, bro. It's just there's something, but there's something five, about him. Remember just... last year we watched him his rookie year, and we watched yeah. him play the Broncos, and, and he threw that, and he threw an interception. But we both looked at each other. We were like, yo, did you just see that throw? Like, that thing had some rip to it. Like, that thing had stank on it. There was no arc. It was just like, like it was just 35 stri- yards yeah. on a frozen rope, and we both looked at each other and were like, whoa. Yeah. Like, we knew he had a big arm, but yep. whoa. When I saw, when we played him last year, second to last game before, remember we had the the win oh, one I, and we're in? I very much remember. We had Jaguars and Raiders left to, to end the season. We had to win one of those games when we were in the playoffs, and we played the Jaguars, and they came mm. out, and, like, T-Law was just dropping straight fucking basket T-Law, dimes. I like it. He was dropping basket dimes oh, I know. in the corner, in the back of the end zone. I'm that. like, motherfucker, dude. Kid killed you guys. Yep. But uh, no, I, I I will I will wear that jersey. But I I feel like whoever wins the Buffalo Cincinnati game, I, I feel like that's gonna be your your AFC championship, uh, your your AFC champion. Assuming Kansas City or regardless of Kansas City, Jacksonville win. I think Buffalo Cincinnati, those are the two best teams, complete teams. Like right. don't get me wrong, the Kansas City offense is just bananas absurd. Yeah. Mahomes is on a tear. I mean, Andy, it's Andy Reid. But it's 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 Andy Reid in the playoffs. He usually finds a way to fuck these up, especially when you get to the championship game. Yep. So and Casey is very fucking beatable. They're very, also, the very, Colts very, fucking beat him. This very year. vulnerable team. The Colts beat very him this vulnerable. Year. That's all I have to say. Dude. So going back to the Cincinnati Baltimore game, though, Cincinnati probably should have lost that game. Tyler Hundley was supposed to go low. He went high. The ball gets slapped out, ends up in Hubbard's hands. He takes off, goes 98 yards the other way right. in a 17-17 game. That should have been probably 24-17 Baltimore. Yep. I don't know that Joe Burrow and company would have been able to pull that off and drive down the field and, and, and even that game up at 24 based on how that second half had gone. No. So, listen, great teams find a way to make plays in big spots to get to survive in advance. It's all it is. You survive in advance. That's what they did. But that being said, and I know there's familiarity because it's a division rival. Yeah. You should have blown the doors off of Baltimore. I know. I mean, Tyler Hundley, Hundley. I know. Come on, man. I, no disrespect to Tyler Hundley. And he, he beat my Broncos. I mean, on a final, on a last minute drive. Right. Literally, we landed in Barbados and I'm watching. I'm like, all right, defense, like make one stop. Come on. Yeah, and yeah, Tyler man. Hundley took it right down the field against the number one defense in the league yep. and put it in the end zone and beat us. So that. 
I, I get I'm not disrespecting Tyler Hundley, but this is the AFC playoffs. Right. This is not, you know, week fifteen on Monday night football or week fourteen. Right, on when Sunday you got afternoon. something locked up or whatever. And, like. and you know, we're like, okay, yeah, you know, a win would be nice. Let's go out and get this and let's do it. But you know, if we lose, it's not the end of the world. But we want to win because we want to get the momentum. No, no, no. This is the playoffs. Like you lose and you're done. You're going home. Right. Period. Much more. Could you heightened. imagine if the Baltimore Ravens had upset the Bengals on Wild Card Weekend? Oh man. What that? What? What does that do to the Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, the Bengals? Like the the way we look at them. And let's not let that get out of sight here. Like yes, they still got another game or two let's, to go here. Let's, they still got to win three more. Right. Are you really betting on the Bengals to win three straight against Buffalo, Kansas City, and then, you know, San Francisco or probably Philly? Right. No. No, no I, I don't I don't think I'm betting on the Bengals to run the table here. I know. I kind of want them to, but the at Bills, the same time. Sure, I could bet on that. The Chiefs, right. sure, I'll bet on them. Uh, but the Bengals, though? After Eagles, what I, I don't know if I'm really betting on them. but After what I saw on Sunday, I like the Bengals. I love them. I'm rooting for them. Yeah. Not this week because I'm rooting for Buffalo, but. I'm not going to be upset if the Bengals pull it off. I just don't see it, dude. I don't know. Like, you can't. I know it was a divisional matchup. I know it was the Ravens. I know they know each other really well. I really wanted to see the Bengals come in and, and make a statement against the Ravens, and they didn't do it. Right. You know, they they needed a very fluky, last-second, crazy, crazy fucking, play fucking play to beat. The undermanned, undergunned Ravens yeah, at home. At home. And I'm just, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not sold on, on Cincy right if now. If Cincy ends up getting lucky and seeing the, in the Niners in the playoffs, that's a fucking wrap, dude. I'm sorry. Cause I mean, in the Super Bowl. Sorry. If they see the Niners in the Super Bowl. I don't, Bowl, I don't honestly don't. Oh, obviously I, I don't even, I, I, idiot. I don't think Cincy, I don't think Cincy far. gets by Buffalo this weekend, but if they do. And they've, they've, you know, okay, maybe maybe this weekend was the fluke. Like, hey, yeah. listen, division rival, they got our number. We, yeah, we, we fucked up, but we made it. We, we got, we beat. Then you come in, you come out, you beat Buffalo. And I guess it's in Buffalo, right? Yeah, it would have to be, right? Well, I don't know. Is it because are they doing the neutral location thing? Oh, no, it's in Atlanta. No, is it? It's in Atlanta. Are you sure? Yeah. Is it Atlanta? I thought that was only the AFC Championship game. Oh. Yeah, but... If it got down to them in Kansas City. Oh. Because this this doesn't make sense. Why? Yeah, no, what? wait. I don't know. Wait, I don't know. Now that I think about it, I'm not sure. Because I remember Lucas Oil, Indianapolis, shot down the uh, the request. And then I think it went to Atlanta. Does it say where it's at? No, I don't know. This is. Uh, uh, I'm looking right now. I, I. I can't. I know. Like I said, they, Indianapolis was like, nah, we're all set. They were like, we're not going to fucking host it here. And then I believe Atlanta. But I don't know. What the, I don't know what the stipulation is of what game it's supposed to be. If it's supposed to be the divisional. If it's yeah, it's going to be in Orchard Park. That's where, that's where it's at. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. See, this is what this this is what didn't make sense to me about the way the whole the NFL handled this whole thing, because Cincinnati has a seven to three lead in that game, right? You know, and things were going Cincinnati's way. Seven to nine, yeah. Seven to three. Seven to three. And now it's like, if I'm Cincy, 
you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of like, yo, like, I mean, I know like what happened happened, and it wasn't, you know, I'm not trying to take away anything from that, but like, the fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like, like, that's a robbery, honestly. You know, like, I, I don't know if I, if I'm Cincy, I'm pissed about this because, yo, like, listen, we go into Buffalo, we beat y'all. You're playing in our house. Unless, yeah, because that would have decided the two seed. Right. So, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know if I really. Uh, I really care for how this is all working out here because why? Why would then? Because then, on top of this, now no matter what, if Kansas City wins the 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 AFC Championships in Atlanta, because Buffalo and Cincinnati, one of them is going to win and go to the AFC Championship, and those are the two teams that were involved. Right, that's how that that's how that whole thing went. I mean, I have to go back and look, but I'm pretty sure now, no matter what, if Kansas City wins, they're gonna go to Atlanta for an AFC Championship, <laughs> as opposed to having it in their own house. Yeah, that's fucked. Like that fucking blows. Is that how it's gonna work out? So wait, you're telling me that right now? So the bank, I mean, the Bengal, no, yeah, the Bengals and the but in the in the Bills play this Sunday, right? Correct. That is in that is in where is that? That's is that in Atlanta? Yes. So that game is in Atlanta. So why would the next game be in Atlanta too? The championship game. Uh, da, 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 da. They squashed. No, I Embiid. think if I think if actually I think if Cincinnati wins, it, it goes to Kansas City. Yeah, because they already squashed the beef. It's not the same two teams. Yeah. Okay. So since he wins, it, it goes to Kansas City. If Buffalo wins, it goes to Atlanta. Assuming Kansas City wins. Right. Assuming Kansas City beats Jacksonville. Right. So, but again, though, like that, I don't know that. If I'm a Chiefs fan and the Bills win, I'm 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 not gonna lie, I'm bullshit. Like you're taking you're taking us out of our, which one of the greatest home field advantages in sports history, Arrowhead, and you're gonna take that out of our hands. Yeah, and I don't know. That I mean, is loud, it gets rocking. I know this is a very sensitive topic for a lot of people because they get very like you know everybody's very emotional about Demar Hamlin and like it's like right. they've never seen somebody you know like get hurt on a football field before yeah. um and, I, and I, I know this was a little Last night. yeah or how about ryan shazier that was actually harder for me to watch but right because it it was football related not unlike hamlin which wasn't football related at all other than the fact that it took place on a football field neither here nor there we don't need to rehash and and, and go through the whole thing but you know i don't know i'm kind of i'd be kind of bullshit if i was kansas city if i gotta play an AFC championship game in atlanta as yeah. opposed to Arrowhead, yeah. Even though we were the clear cut number one seed, because Kansas City won week week eighteen, right. So there was never gonna, it was never in doubt, it was never in question, right. I don't know. That's I, fucked. I, I kind of got to be. I kind of yeah. Looking back at it now, I'm glad it's gonna fuck the Chiefs of all things. Oh yeah, which is great. You know, which but, is great, but it's but, not the right way to get the Chiefs nah. fucked. I want the Chiefs to fuck. I would get fucked because Patrick Mahomes. I want the Chiefs to fuck themselves. Right. Yeah. I want Mahomes to throw picks, get sacked, can't get shit going. They just overall get beat. That's right. how why I want the Chiefs to get fucked. I don't like this bullshit. You know what I mean? This other type of stuff, which. Unfortunately, benefited me. So I mean, I'm biased. So fuck you, because yeah, I, mean, I won the Super Bowl in fantasy because of it. But that's okay. And I'm telling you, it's okay because I will be biased about this, and I really don't give a shit. <laughs> I honestly don't. The fantasy football championship is mine. I, I understand the the um, you know whatever happened happened, and 
that's just how things go. We already explained that last week with Skip Bayless and all his tweets and bullshit and how everybody hates him, but things happen on football fields that nobody's really expected to, you know, you can't you can't prepare for everything. But at the same time, no, you can't. You can't prepare for everything, you know what I mean? But at the same time, like, it is what it is. That's just how that cookie crumbles. But in the grand scheme of things, to get fucked out of, the, uh, out of your home spot because of something that you literally had nothing to do with at right. all. Right, it had nothing. Is, had, you had no effect on it, it one nothing, way or another. Nothing, man. You are just literally getting the shaft. And I don't know. I yeah, don't, I, I don't it, know. Regardless if it's on KC or anything, like I said, I don't want them to get beat like that. I want to see them get beat legitimately. Yeah, I don't. I just don't know how much I love that. You know what I mean? For, I for don't Kansas love it City. at all in that in that sense. I'm not gonna say I feel bad for Kansas City because fuck them, but it, it definitely is a definitely leaves a little bit of a weird taste in your mouth. But uh, let's do the uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, my guy Vanilla Vic. You need one? And uh, yeah, I gotta piss. So do you think Vanilla Vic? I'll be right back. Yeah. Oh, by the way, you know what I looked up last night? What's that? I'll give you a, a trivia question. Think about this. Don't fucking Google it for any answers. or No, because everybody's going to Google it, so it doesn't matter. But if you don't, who has the highest speed throwing a football recorded? Who's got the, like, who, who's got the, the, the record like for the, the velocity? Yeah, for the fastest football thrown. I'll let you think about that. Don't fucking Google it. I'm not, I'm not going to Google right. it. All right, fastest football thrown, and it's hilarious, and I'll tell you why when you figure it out. Okay, all right. Uh, so we'll we'll get into uh, we'll get we'll get into the Giants and the uh, and the Vikings here uh, next because you know there was a lot of a lot of talk I think this year you know about the Vikings and and what they were actually going to be capable of and what they were going to be able to do I, I just don't I never trusted the Vikings okay I and let me let me preface this with this, with this. I, I love the Minnesota Vikings. They're like one of my closet teams that I root for. Like the Vikings and the Arizona Cardinals are two of my favorite teams that I, I, I low-key root for on the side. That like if they're in a big spot or they're in a big game, I'll, I'll pull for them. Ever since the Vikings got Kirk Cousins, though, it's been very difficult for me to root for them because I just don't believe in Kirk Cousins. Like I think he's a good quarterback, but he's never going to be the guy to get you over the top. And I think he proved that again on Sunday. You know, Vanilla Vic comes into Minnesota, puts up 31 points on the Vikings. They hold Kirky and, and, and company to 24, but it never even felt like it was going to be that close. Of a, It never felt like it was that close. You know, it, it felt like it was, you know, one of those games where you're just kind of like, eh. You know, it was 24-14, then it was 24-21, and then the Giants kind of just put it away. Saquon was kind of moving the ball. He was having his way with their defense. You know, Daniel Jones, 24-35 for 301, you know, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, I don't believe he had a fumble either. Uh, Kirky, 31-39, great. You're like, okay, cool, great. Two touchdowns, no interceptions, but 273 yards. It just didn't feel... I never got the feeling like Kirk Cousins was there to make the plays to win the game. He didn't do anything bad. He didn't, you know, it wasn't one of those games where you're like, oh, there, there's primetime Kirk. Primetime Kirk showed up. I just feel like the Minnesota Vikings are, were one of those teams that were, they overachieved a lot during the regular season. 
you know, when the, you look back to their regular season matchup against the Vikings, I think it was like, what, a 61-yard bomb that they, they ended up winning, uh, beating the Vikings on. You know, they had that ridiculous uh, run of, of, of circumstantial uh, happenings in Buffalo that, that got them by them. Uh, the Vikings pulled out a couple of games this year that usually we, we were used, used to seeing them lose. And when it got to yesterday, I never, or Sunday rather, I never felt like the Giants weren't going to win that game. I don't know why I picked the Giants to win. Obviously, I went undefeated in my picks this week. I picked them to win. I, I knew they were going to win. I had this gut feeling they were going to win. And it just never, it never occurred to me that Kirk Cousins was going to make enough plays to beat the Giants, even though it was at home in Minnesota. I, I just, I don't know. There's something about Kirk Cousins. If he can go 31 or 39 with two touchdowns and no interceptions and still not win, I mean, to me, that just, if that's not snake bit, and I don't know what is. And it's just one of those things where, you know, sometimes you just have guys that are like that, right? Like Peyton Manning was like that the first five, six years of his career. No matter what he did, didn't matter if he played perfect or not, the, you know, the Colts would come up short. And they'd find ways to lose games. And that's kind of what the Vikings are doing. And I don't know if it's a Kirk Cousins problem. I know they have a rookie head coach. They got a defense that's pretty fucking good. You know, you got arguably the best wide receiver in football right now. I just don't know that there's enough being done that Kirk Cousins can do enough. Like, that's a game like, yeah, Kirk, like, I get it. 31 to 39, two touchdowns. Okay, good stat line. We needed 37 to 40, whatever, you know, eight and four touchdowns. Like, they just, you needed that little extra to beat the Giants. Like, there was, a, it was a day where, it came down to Kirk Cousins was going to have to beat the New York football Giants, and he didn't do it. And that's kind of been the whole story of his career, is when the lights get bright, he comes up short. Whether it's actually his fault or not, it doesn't matter. In this case, I don't think it was his fault, but you just needed more out of Kirk. You just you, you needed that little extra, you know, whatever. You needed that extra drive at 24-21, uh, you know, in the fourth quarter. He hits Irv Smith Jr. for for a touchdown, and then they tie it on a field goal, and then the Giants, and they give it up, but there was still almost eight minutes left in that game when when, uh, Saquon Barkley marched across the goal line for what would ultimately be the go-ahead score. So Kirky had plenty of other opportunities to win this game. Oh, yeah, Giants. And he 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 just didn't, he didn't do it. I, and again, I don't know if it's his fault or if it's a Kirk Cousins thing, especially in this case, but he came up short. Three yards on a fourth and eight. Seven minutes and 47 <laughs> seconds to go in the game. Saquon Barkley scores the go-ahead score. It makes it 31-24, and the Vikings never got close again. Right. I'm just like, you know, I, 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 want, I wanted Kirk to be good. I wanted him to do well in Minnesota. I thought maybe with Kevin O'Connell – as the as the new head coach, that this would be, maybe this would be the, the what he needed, and he did. He had a great season. He really did. I mean, he had a, probably his best season as a pro, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Um. Yeah, it just came a show. I mean, Danny Dimes had a hell of a fucking game too. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it, it just seventy <laughs> odds on the ground, three hundred something yards passing or whatever, two touchdowns. Yeah, not his best season, but one of. 
I mean, yardage wise, yes, but yeah, no, oh, no, second best. But, but what I'm getting at is, it, it, is it me or do you see it too? Where like, if you're the Minnesota Vikings, you've got to be looking at like, all right, who's available? What's their draft pick? Uh, I mean, not great. Whatever it's going to be, whatever they're, they're they they had a great record, so they're going to be in the bottom half, bottom third of the 25 league. Twenty five anyway. Twenty five, twenty six, something like that. Something like that. So, so they're not looking at any kind of like solid quarterback pickup or no. But like do you that. if you're if you're Minnesota, and we'll we'll talk about the Giants in a second. But real quick, if you're Minnesota, are you looking at Jimmy G? Are you looking at Lamar? Lamar? Are you looking at Carr? Like who are you? Are you Jimmy G sucks. I think Minnesota would be a fantastic landing spot for Carr. I just thought of that. I don't real. I didn't think I even that thought even crossed my mind until just now. Yeah. I think that with Justin Jefferson, and that coaching staff, and that and, and Dalvin Cook, if they could stay healthy, that actually wouldn't be too bad. And add yeah. a little more on that defense, man. You wouldn't I have to like, worry about if the Vikings are playing at fucking one, four, or eight, depending. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't have to worry about that. All with of a Derek sudden, Carr. all of a sudden, the primetime games don't become a an automatic L. Um, man, that would be a fucking pickup. That's actually a crazy thought. I never really thought about that. Derek Carr in Minnesota. I didn't either. Not until all of a sudden they just lose. They can't make it. They can't get deep. They well, got- I think as I think they can walk away from uh, from Kirky this year. Yeah, I felt bad posting the thing about Kirk Cousins. You know, he's on the plane with the shirt off and the glasses and the chains, yeah. and he's doing his stupid shit. And it was like, Kirk Cousins on his way to Cancun. And he's all, I'm like, <laughs> I actually feel bad posting this because I like Kirk Cousins. He actually helped me win the fantasy Super Bowl this year. So I can't hate on him, but it's just too bad. You know what I mean? It's just sometimes that chemistry's not there. And like we said, like this, like. You saw this happen to the Colts this year. Like, we thought we were just a quarterback away to plug in, and we were going to be another, like, 11, 12-win fucking team. Didn't happen. Kirk's got all these nice weapons around him with good coaching and a good team, and it just doesn't it doesn't add up to being the elite. You know what I mean? You can't – Yeah, I think if they cut him this year, I think if they walk away from him, I think they save $12.5 in caps. So they're definitely going to get rid of his ass. They didn't make it. See you later, bro. He's had more of a shot than a lot of other quarterbacks have in this league that do that don't do what they're. I mean, it's tough because, like you said, it it, it comes down to the ownership and what they expect out of you. You know what I mean? If they expect oh, no, a Super excited. Bowl, he just signed. He just signed an extension. Oh, really? That's a rough hit. Yeah, they can cut him and save twelve million though. That's fine. So what are they? Uh, yeah, what are they going to shovel out for them? It depends on what they want. It's going to cost them like thirty-six million in dead in dead cap money in dead cap space, but it'll be that's as opposed to forty-eight million if they keep them. Oh, so so they you, might be able to throw the bag at like Lamar or somebody like that. And yeah, I mean it's whatever you can prorate that shit out. The the way right. the NFL cap works, it's so right. And the Vikings so are a hot team. It's not like they're losing revenue. Everybody fucking it's skull fucking country is fucking huge, dude. <laughs> skull. Oh, oh, L. Yeah. Oh, school L. Um, but no, I just don't know. You know, you if you're the Vikings, you got to be looking outside. You know, the questions around his future in Minnesota have been swirling now for a couple of days, and rightfully so. I mean, look, it's this. This felt like it should be at least the year to get to the second round. I mean, right. if they get to the, if they get to play Philly, you know, if you lose to Philly or San Fran in the next round, all right. Hey, listen, it's Philly and San Fran. Those are probably the two best teams in the league right now. No defense you know I, I i'm not gonna fault you for going into those two stadiums and losing but lose at home a wild card weekend to yeah. the giants and you know and don't get me wrong listen brian dable has done a fucking great job yeah we finally a seen, great fucking we, job we finally seen the saquon that we all thought we we were gonna see listen danny dimes they just told brian dable they're like hey look he's uh 
He's just like Josh Allen. Just do what you did with Josh Allen. Right. And voila, Vanilla Vic is and born. He's fucking yep. I love I love Danny Dimes, man. People wrote him off, thought he was garbage, this and that. And I'm like, nah, there's something about him. He makes some fucking sick plays. He's got like a good mind. He makes good decisions. Is you know, it's his impulse, things like that. I'm like, he's just got to, you know, it's going to take some time. And then all of a sudden, like you said, this year just came to life for him, especially with like a, a solid team. You know, I don't know who they got for um, Quadarius, Tony. I don't, I don't know what the trade was on that or whatever. They got it was like them. a fourth-round pick. I think. Yeah, I don't think they got it and then formed this year. And no, Quadarius, like, Tony went to uh, Kansas City, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but he was on the Giants. Oh, I don't right, know, like, right. what they got for him. I don't know did who it was. Did you just make that up? Yeah, did you just make <laughs> Quadarius, did you just make that up? <laughs> Fucking um, hunt. Fucking kid. Uh, but no, I listen, props to the New York football giants, though, for going in. I knew they were going to win. I picked them to win. I was probably the most confident in the Giants pulling off that win on, on Sunday of all my picks for the weekend. That was pro- uh, outside of San Francisco. I didn't. I, I didn't went, know I, if they were going to win that. I was, I was so certain they were going to win that just because it just – just like I knew the Chargers were going to lose when it was 27-7, I knew the Giants were going to win that game on Sunday. Right. And it just, there's just, there's certain things that the more they change, the more they stay the same. And one thing that you can always bank on is Kirk Cousins blowing a fucking playoff game in a big spot. I got five points left. Yeah. I got the Chargers Jags wrong. No, I'm looking at it right now, baby. Green checks all the way down. Feels good. Feels good. 774-992-8702. Give us a call if you want to get some thoughts in. Um, real quick, uh, let's hit Buffalo-Miami. I feel like this game went a little awry for the Bills. I, I feel like this should have been a blowout for the Bills when you you know, you know got Skylar Thompson at quarterback. Right. But also, can we go ahead and give the Miami Dolphins the credit where the credit is due, real quick. The Miami Dolphins are a better football team than people realize. The Miami Dolphins are a Derek Carr away from potentially making a pretty serious Super Bowl run. The Miami Dolphins have a very good roster. That is a very good team. So while I know it took the Bills everything they had to beat them 34-31, especially with Skylar Thompson, three things that come come to that. I thought of when I was watching this game. One, it's a division opponent, right? We all know. They always play hard. They always play you tougher. It's the familiarities there. You know it. You play them twice a year. You right. you, you know you see them. There's been something about the Dolphins over the past like 23 years since 2000. Their last, I think it was their last playoff win against I Peyton believe, Manning and against, the Colts against in the overtime. Colts in overtime, yep. And it's like for whatever reason, anytime they get to any division games, no matter if they're fucking three and ten, whatever, they always fucking play hard. It's just the Patriots, games, dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they always play hard in division games. That uh, the, the, the Dolphins are responsible for the Patriots not having the one seed. How many times? You know, I mean, yeah. at least three, three or four or f- that I can yeah, recall at the top of my head. Um, but nonetheless, the Dolphins are a good team. So number one was the divisional team, uh, divisional rival. Number two, Skylar Thompson. Now, I know a lot of people are sitting there like, oh, it's Skylar Thompson. Who the fuck? Like, it's it, who the fuck is this kid? Exactly. Who the fuck is this kid? Right. You don't have any film on you him. You have nothing on him. You have nothing him. on this guy. You have no idea what he's good at, what he's not good at, what you should be forcing him to do. And credit the Bills because eventually they finally figured out a way to kind of funnel him and, and, and tone him down a little bit and, and limit what he was able to do. But Skylar Thompson made some fucking throws. Yeah. The kid played 
balls out. I mean, he balled the fuck out in Orchard Park on Sunday, uh, on Saturday, and it was pretty impressive to watch. Not gonna lie, right. the kid played well. So, the unfamiliarity, division rival, with the unfamiliar quarterback, and then the rest of that roster in Miami. That's a damn good defense. That's a right. damn good offense. McDaniel over there fucking vaping on the sideline. That was awesome. <laughs> I hope he was actually. I hope, Me too. I hope, I hope he was too. Bro, if he was over there busting fat clouds on the sidelines. Just like, yeah. You know, imagine if he was just sitting there. He's like, yeah. like whipping him up and shit. And all like, of a sudden, yeah, like the NFL's just like, what in the fuck? And he's like, he's like, Subi life. Yeah. You're like, with millennials. Bitch. You're like, what? Like, like, I love that meme of like, it's like Mike McDaniels strutting through like the warm up line. And it's like, Mike McDaniels runs the Dolphins. Like, like, like somebody who, like some uh, guy's kid who runs the, the company while his dad's away on vacation <laughs> for a week. Yeah. Like, you know, he's like, yeah, I'm the man's, whatever. And you're like, okay. So, but no, Miami's not a bad team. So I give, I'm going to attribute. I'm going to give more credit to the Miami Dolphins for hanging tight with the Buffalo yeah, Bills absolutely. than I am that I'm going to chastise the Bills for not blowing out the Miami Dolphins, even though right. it did cost me in my playoff Survivor League and cost me 25 bucks. Fuck you. Um, I needed them to win by 13 and a half. Damn it, play. No. <laughs> which is, uh, sucks. Um, but, yeah, the but I, it, it, I give the Miami Dolphins more credit yeah. than I do discredit the, yeah. the Buffalo Bills. They're not too far. The They're Bills, a couple steps away. The Bills did what they were supposed to. They right. won. They won. That's it. Just like the Bengals did what they were supposed to, they won. Yep. Now, the team that didn't do what they were supposed to, which is my favorite game of the weekend, which was the Los Angeles Chargers and the Jacksonville Jaguars, <laughs> watching this game, and you're sitting there going, hmm, Trevor Lawrence has thrown four interceptions four in the first half. Four picks. Four picks. It's 27 to nothing at one point. Yeah. And then... Right as it was about the, the Jags had the ball back for the final drive of the first half, I said, if this gets to 27-7, yeah. I will bet my house the Jags are winning this game. Yeah. Travis and Etienne ran good. Like they, they Me played. and one of my buddies, we called it. Etienne? Yeah, Etienne. Yeah, Etienne. Yeah. Me and one of my buddies called it. As soon, and I, I, I couldn't post it to social media at the time for reasons. Whatever reasons. Because well, because I was at work, yeah. um, but you know, I was able to. Uh, I was I was doing a cell search, uh, doing my job very vigorously, and uh, I was watching the game. Uh, it was on in the background. I should say I wasn't watching it. It was on. Right, it just happened. Uh, to be it just happened. You had to, to be check on. the seals on the TV. And yeah, you know, I was checking the seals on the TV. Make sure they're correct and intact. Um, you know, making sure you know the property list and inventory was all proper and everything. And the cell search took me about three hours. Right, um, <laughs> which is crazy. Um, but during that that point. It got to the point where I was like, yo, this game right here, like, if this gets to 27-7, there was no doubt in my mind the Chargers were going to blow that game. Yeah. And it got to 27-7, and I looked at my buddy at work, and he looked at me, and he goes, I was like. That was the quick, like, two, three-yard run from ETN, right, was the first one. And then the second one was after the half with that. Big at where they blew the coverage and T Law just dropped it into uh, yep. uh, Christian Kirk, Christian Kirk, right, yeah. right across, right into the end. And I was like, oh shit, that's the quickest strike right there to make it 14. I'm like, yo, this could happen. And once, once that momentum shifted, yep, you were like, oh shit. If you were a Chargers fan, you had to have been sick. To your fucking stomach. I don't know if I would have been because I'm like, yo, we still got Austin. Oh, no, was, uh, Evan Evan Ingram caught the touchdown. Oh, Evan pass. Ingram was oh the really tight end. Uh, twenty seven to make it twenty seven seven, and then Marvin Jones caught the second touchdown pass. 
ETN didn't score until Oh, ETN never scored. Oh, I thought he did. No, he never I, scored. I don't Trevor Lawrence, because Trevor Lawrence threw the four touchdowns. They had four oh. touchdowns in the in a field goal. ETN had a long run to set up. Uh, I believe it was the uh the Zay Jones. Oh no, it was the Christian Kirk, the second Christian Kirk touchdown. So uh yeah, yeah. yeah, so you had that. But once you got to once it got 27-20, and then all of a sudden it's 27-14, you go, shit's a wrap, bro. The Chargers are gonna charge. And they scored. and, they, and yeah. it, it's I don't know like what is it with the Chargers? Just in the history, like go back to like yeah. 2012 when they had the Broncos on Monday night. The Broncos were two and three at or, or, or two, yeah, two and three at the time, or three and three at the time. Down 24 nothing to the Chargers at the half. And they come back and end up winning that one 38-28. Was that? 2012, Peyton's first year in Denver. Oh, that was Peyton's first and then, year. And then all of the... And, I was still thinking and, like and Jake Plummer. I feel or, like uh, ever since then... Diabetes. The Chargers have just found ways, like just, just found ways to blow game after game after game after being up big. Like there is no team that takes their foot off the gas more then the San Diego Chargers. I'm sorry, the Los Angeles Los Chargers. Angeles, They'll always be the San Diego Chargers. Just give Herbert and fucking Eckler over to Indy for. And then on top of it, you you had to assume Staley was going to be fired this week, and he wasn't. I know. They fired the offensive coordinator. Who they? Who they had Mike Williams was out, right? Because Mike Williams was out because Joe Staley played all played of his him. starters in Week 18 in when a meaningless game against the Broncos. Right. And he got hurt. I get kind of what Staley was getting at where you're like all right like we want to keep this momentum going like we want to keep playing we want what to keep it going what happened when we sat Austin that year against the Titans Well and the you Bills. guys but well but you guys got to the to the you, you were you were, you were 14 games. and 0 like yeah. you guys benching your starters in 2009 yeah. the Colts I mean benching their starters in 2009 yep. that was more like okay we're giving up on a potentially undefeated season yep rather than Going for the undefeated season and, and seeing what happens. What killed you guys was, you know, Freeney getting hurt in the AC Championship on the final play of the game against the Jets. You know, yeah, you, Hank you, Basket. Hank Basket not yeah. recovering an onside kick. Blah, blah, blah. We can, Fuck that shit. Can, Fuck the Saints. All right. Yep. <laughs> we can relive that nightmare all day. But yep. um, this was different, though. This was like, you know, Staley's sitting there saying, oh, we want to have our momentum. We want to keep our momentum going. It's like, I get what you're saying. But you go out, you play the first half, you pull your guys out. Okay, look, it's a meaningless game, guys. Take the day off. Your bodies are banged up. It's an 18-game season now, or 18-week season, not right. 17. Right. It's, you know, we got an extra game. Like, why are you making these guys go out? I get what you're – I kind of get where his, what his thought process was, but it was wrong. Right. You know, it was wrong, and it was wrong for him to do that. And it's like, you can't. And I don't think Mike Williams being out really changed anything in that game. You intercept Trevor Lawrence four times in the first half. You score 27 points, and it's 27-7 at the half. I don't care whether whether Mike Williams is playing or not. You should be able to at least figure out a way to score 40 in that game. Yeah. You got to get 13 more points. Crazy. You know, a touchdown. And to let them score what? And two field goals should be easy peasy. They were outscored, what, 31-3 to in the second half? Uh, let me tell you. I'm pretty sure it was like 31-3 to or something like that. It uh, like, yeah, it was. It was 30- no, no, no. It was, uh, was 24-3. to Oh, was it 20? Well, no, because it was zero. Oh, and this. Right, because they scored seven before the first half. Right. Oh, all right. Yeah, it was right, 24 right, right. to three. I thought it was all in the and, second half. And they half. were shut yeah. out in the fourth quarter. Yep, yep. 
So, you got shut out in the fourth quarter at home uh, in a in a playoff. Thirty-one game. unanswered. I mean, great. I know it was on the road, but unanswered points or whatever it was. But you just you knew that was you knew that was coming. Yeah, you could see that coming from a mile away, and you're just sitting there go, Chargers are going to charge, and then they did. I feel bad for Justin Herbert, man. I, I do too, do. because again, I feel like he's going to be another Philip Rivers, wasted just talent. wasted talent out in San Diego yep. with just you know, with shit owners and shit organization, yep. and you know. They fired Joe Lombardi, the the offensive coordinator, and it's like, oh, cool. Like, so what? What else are you doing? Like, state Lombardi wasn't the guy, you know, responsible for getting Mike Williams hurt in the last game of the season. Right. Mike Williams wasn't responsible. Like, you guys are blowing leads like this now. They've done it to the Broncos. I feel like at least once a year. Yeah, they blow a lead against us. Like, we usually split. We usually sweep the Chargers. Yeah. Um, the last couple of years, and then, but for some reason, they always, I always feel like they blow a lead against us, right? And then they blow leads against other teams, like they do it all the time. It's become yeah. a fucking thing in the, for them, yep. just like last year's Colts. And it's just, you know, blown leads are crazy. And we, I mean, I called that at halftime, twenty-seven nothing, and I'm like, bet the house on the Jags. You see that more on that bet, like one point four million dollars. Just to win eleven thousand, yeah, lost. Which was just that seems stupid to me. I don't understand why. Why would you wager one point four million to make eleven thousand dollars? What do you like? Why? Regardless, if you that is just a horribly inefficient bet. You're just a yeah. That's like somebody like that's like a daddy trust fund baby or something that's just pissing away. I heard that that guy killed himself. Really? I heard that. I don't know if it's true, but I heard somebody talking about it at the gym today. And I had also heard that somebody somebody had texted me that or said that that like that guy killed himself. Really? And then I heard somebody else saying the same thing at the gym, like not part of my conversation. I just overheard it. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, what the fuck are you doing, dude? You know I, I, I don't. Like, I don't. I don't understand it. I don't get it. I, mean, I could see if you bet eleven thousand to win one point four million. Yeah, sure. Right. Okay. I mean that makes sense, but yeah, always a little. Should have bet on the Jets because that was probably the flip side. That was probably. I, the- I'm wondering <laughs> what that one point four million bet on the Jags would have done at that point. How much would that have won? I wonder if they even would have accepted the bet. Yeah. No, because they a lot of times like in Vegas, it's like they don't like the odd. They're like, mm, nah, you're betting too much. We don't like that. Yeah, because if they it can, happens, they gotta pay they can, the fuck Yeah, they out. can deny the bet. Like they can, they can right, deny your right. bets. All right, but, so maybe not one point four million, but bet a hundred grand or, or something. Yeah, some reasonable. Just yeah. make a couple. So take make, the one point four million. What is, put it in your pocket. Grab one hundred fifty thousand. Throw it on the Jags and hope for the best. Yeah, and then bang, you probably would have won eight hundred grand or yeah. something, and then been you know uh, instead of just trying to win eleven thousand off a of one point four. Didn't that didn't make any sense to me? Which again sense. begs the question: How true is that? Do we even know if that was real? Right. Well, I see a lot of sports betting shit, but I see a lot and, of these and stories. And was that like was that in like some sort of like parlay? Was that part of like some sort of like right. for the circumstances? Yeah, like that. we need more context than that before we go making those choices. But anyway, I'm not. I have no idea if the guy killed himself or not. That's total hearsay. I just I've heard that from two people now separately. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, which well, if you've heard it from two other people, then how? Well, true that is doesn't it? that doesn't mean anything because I've heard you know I also yeah yeah, yeah. I I've, I've heard from uh, I don't know how many people that you know Trump was in bed with the Russians. And, yeah, and Joe Biden's actually you know, president. Yeah, you know. Joe Biden. You know, he was definitely not uh, no quid pro quo with Ukraine or anything. I'm sorry, I'm going down a yeah. political rabbit hole. We'll stop there. Whoops. Um, seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. Let's hit. Uh, we got a couple minutes left here, Paul. Let's get to a couple of things coming up. Uh, look, the, the coaching carousel, let's touch on that real quick. Obviously, yeah, yeah, Dan yeah. Quinn interviewing yep. with Indianapolis. Double E did, too. 
Double E, Ijiro Evero, the Broncos defensive coordinator, who I love. Uh, D'Amico Ryan set to interview with the Broncos. Sean Payton uh, had an interview. D'Amico's on Tampa? San Francisco. San Fran, San Fran. coordinator. San Fran. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, though, our Jim Harbaugh was the big one. He's Back out, to Michigan. Right? Yep, he's out. He announced uh, yesterday he's he's staying in Michigan, which good, good. I, I honestly, don't, I don't really care for him. Was much. not that stoked on on Jim Harbaugh. I wouldn't mind him at this point because of where we are. But for the Broncos, and he's a Colt. yeah, you know, former Colt, yeah, yeah, bringing the home. But blood. no, I was just not. I don't know, man. I don't want a guy who hasn't been in the pro game for that long. You know, it's been seven years, eight years now since he's been in the pro game, and he's been at Michigan. And you know what? Let him stay at Michigan. He's better off there. I know he used the Broncos against Michigan to just jack up his salary and, and get an extension. Good for him. Which is fine. That that happens all the time. It, it does uh, nothing. I'm sure, it does I'm nothing sure against your it pissed salary. off uh, Broncos ownership. I'm sure Penner was not happy. Who cares? Um, well, Peyton's out there. And which makes me nervous because I, I don't want to give up the first round pick for Sean Payton. Not that I think we're going to get anything like crazy impact wise, you know, at 24 or whatever the Who pick do you is. you need right now? You've got a top five, top three defense. We need offensive line help. That's that's not first round. But we're going to spend. Worthy, we're going to be. Though, we're going to be spending. So. We're going to be spending big time in free agency. Right, but no. That's no, what it comes down to. We're going to yeah, be. We're just going to be spending. Lineman, what O lineman right now is really worth the first round pick? That oh, I, giving I have one even... up is not worth Sean Payton. Right. I, I, right. I get that. You know what I'm saying? So like, you can you can snipe all O line your whole fucking draft if you want to, and still get Sean Payton, and then weed him out for practice squad start and second string. No, I get it. I, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking from you like. You really don't need anybody other than yeah, an O line. I just it just kills me to give Tim up. Patrick's gonna come back. Judy, I mean. Judy, you got fucking... The way to look at it is this. If the Broncos sign Sean Payton and and they give up the first-round pick, it's like, okay, would you trade Bradley Chubb for Sean Payton? Because that's essentially what it comes down to. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think that's kind of a no-brainer. Yeah, I would. Yeah, actually. You know, when you think about it that way, it's it's like, okay, yeah, that You guys are so... You're literally, basically, the Broncos at this point are just. I'm going to say this: if we get Sean, if pieces we, with better pieces, if we get Sean Payton, and we somehow manage to not be the most injured team in the league next year, we're winning the Super Bowl. Yep. I'll, I'll go out. And, I'll go out and limb and say it right now: Sean Payton will win. It will be what the fifth or sixth head coach to win it his first yep. year as a head coach. Yep. You got you got some it was, talent it was, it was on that. Doug team, Peterson, man. John Gruden, Gary Kubiak. Some guy from the Colts from back in the day, and I think I'm missing one more. First, for coaches to win it in their first year. Coaches, oh, rookie coaches? To Not win. rookie coaches, but win it their first year with the team. Sean Payton will, will be added to that list if the Broncos get Sean Uh-oh. Payton. Yeah. Write it down. Mark it down right now. 10-17. Mark Tomlin? the tape. Was Tomlin? January 17th. No, he was not his first year. January 17th, 10-17 uh, oh, no. right. p.m. Because the last time they won was, um, was uh, the chin. They won in 05 with the chin, then they didn't win again until 08. Oh, with Tomlin. With though. Tomlin. Yeah, yeah, but that was oh, his, that was his first year as a coach, wasn't it? No, 07 was. Oh, so he's one year off. Yeah, his his rookie year they lost to I believe they lost to the Jags in the what wild card round. Yeah, and Harbaugh wasn't on the Ravens in 2011. That wasn't his first year. Oh no, no, 2012. No, yeah, he had been there. He for took a over in 08. Yeah, he had been there for a while. He took over in 08. Um, so that's the coaching carousel. I'm actually curious now. Was I'm it the Rams sure. coach uh, from the Kurt Warner? Oh, wait, wrong team. There's got to be. I can't. 
There's got to be at least somebody in the last. No, that was Dick Vermeil. No, he'd already been there. Yeah, because I can't really think of anybody else. That was yeah, a, Tom was there in 07. It was 07. So yeah. I thought it was Tom. Um, so, so there's that. So the coaching carousel continues to spin. Obviously, the last big name out there is Sean Payton. Everything else after that, you're looking at first-time guys or retreads. I mean, Frank Reich is still available. Dan Quinn is out there. I like Dan Quinn a lot. If I'm going to go with the first-time head coach, I'm like, I, I think D'Amico Ryans would probably be my guy. Yeah. I, I really, because I just feel like San Francisco does it right. I feel like they're getting it right. What about promoting with, promoting with E? That Shanahan tree, man. Yeah. The Shanahan tree has been extended. You need. God, we, do you realize that the Broncos could fucking have Josh Allen and, and Kyle, Kyle Shanahan, Shanahan right now? I know. <laughs> fucking, fuck with you, this Joe team, Ellis. With this team, when, when Josh Allen's literally playing at his fucking best. Joe Ellis. And Kyle Shanahan is literally coaching at his best right now. You could be right now looking at a championship. He could have been the next fucking Brady-Belichick duo. Yep. We could have had that. Could have had it. Yep. Uh, but I digest. Yep. Uh, so let's talk a little bit real quick about... Uh, what else? We had... Uh, bu- 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 oh, we didn't mention this last week. The CPR celebrations have been removed from Madden, by the way. Yes. Did we talk about that last yep, week? Yep, we did? Okay. Yep, yep. That uh, Absolutely fucking ridiculous. Uh, we got the Chargers. We did the Curling's Arizona playoff talk. Yeah, we, we, we do. We covered it all. All right, did you, so... Um, did, all right, so did you figure out... Could you think of who threw, who has the fastest recorded th- football pass? Fastest recorded ball. Now, this is not game. This is this is actually practice in practice or just anything that's been recorded. Kyler Murray? Nope. I'll give you three guesses. All right. Um, fastest recorded football speed through a pass. Jared Goff? Nope. Um, You're never going to think of it. Kyle Bowler. Zach Wilson. And it's funny because he's the MILF hunter and the recorded speed was 69 miles an hour. <laughs> it was, it, they, he, he was recorded. speed. He was recorded in, in uh, Jets practice to throw a 69 mile an hour uh, football. Um, the next, I think, I think the next closest was actually Patty Mahomes at 61. Hmm. Which is kind of nutty if you think about it. How the fuck? Does Zach Wilson have a 69-mile-an-hour throw? I mean, the kid's got a cannon. Supposedly, Tom Brady has thrown it 71 miles an hour, but that is um, based on an average. Yeah, that's bullshit. (laughs) Right. no fucking way that noodle-armed fucking... I'm like Ben Roethlisberger. John Elway, Warren Moon, Brett Favre. They didn't have those... Michael Vick. The only way that you could record those is by looking at a tape and doing, like, a feet per second type thing. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because there was no guns. That's how they record it. And they always say that the lateral throws, like, across the fields, are faster than the direct up and downs. Well, yeah, obviously, because you're putting so, air under it. You're taking velocity off the ball to put air under it to make it hang in yeah, the air Yeah, but there's still check downs, like, 15 Listen, yards man, out there. I'll tell you right now, John Elway probably threw one 101 miles an hour at some point. So, supposedly, Zach Wilson has the fastest Elway used to throw. break fingers. I know. I know, I know, but I'm just saying Zach Wilson uh, is the highest recorded throw right now. Let's 69. go. Let's run through the let's run through the picks for this weekend real quick, just so we can get them on live. Get them on the get them on li- uh, live on the air on the t- yep. on the tape. I got mine. Uh, Jacksonville at Kansas City. I'll just read them off. You can just you can just get you can just pick. Oh, Jacksonville at Kansas City, KC. You think? Uh, go- no, no, sorry. Actually, no. My picks. I did take Jacksonville. I'm going, I'm going Jacksonville the- in the upset. Yep, I'm going big uh big upset. 
I'm not I'm not super stoked on that pick. However, I really want to buy and and Saturday's my birthday. So that would be a great birthday present for me. For oh, jo- Saturday, tra- yeah. Trevor Lawrence to go in. Yeah, tomorrow's your birthday, by the way. So happy birthday. Oh, appreciate it. Yeah, you know, birthday. We got you know similar close we're three days apart in birthday. So Paul's yeah. birthday is tomorrow, my birthday is Saturday. Two years and three days, but you're going off on uh you're going to what, Fox Sports tomorrow? Tomorrow, yeah. yeah a little, 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 uh, little birthday little, luck. Little siesta. Yeah, I'm gonna go put a dollar on win a car. Put a dollar on win a car. Put there a you go. Papa Giorgio. Mr. Papa Mr. Giorgio. Papa uh, Jacksonville, so it would be great if Jacksonville went into Kansas City and won. I'm not super confident in this pick. I'm picking this more based on my uh, on my heart and the fact that I really, really want to buy a Trevor Lawrence jersey uh, come Monday morning. Uh, so I'll take Jacksonville. Uh, Giants at the Eagles. Um, I'm 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 going for an upset Saturday here. I'm taking the Giants. I'm taking Giants. I'm taking. Yeah, I know those Vic. are my two upsets. Was Giants and Giants and, and Jaguars. I'm taking Vanilla Vic and the yep. ja- and the Giants to get to the NFC Championship because I feel like Giants Niners is just going to be a classic NFC Championship, which gives they've away been there before. Haven't my they? next pick, I'm taking the Niners. Was- yeah, it was uh, 2011. They played in the NFC Championship. Giants Niners. Yeah, Kaepernick year, right? No, 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 no. right before the Alex Smith, right, 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 right. Kaepernick was 12. 12 the next End year, of 12. Right. right. Um, San Fran, Dallas on Sunday night at 630. I'm taking the Niners. I got the Niners. Look, I'm just saying right now, I, I've, I'm going Niners, Bills in the, in, the, uh, in the Super Bowl. That was my pick, you know, what, months ago now. Yeah. Um, I just I want that to be the case. I want to. I'm definitely going to get myself a, a Hufanga jersey too. Hufanga's the man. I, I mean, I, I just I, I'm like I'm kind of like back and like, ooh, I want jerseys again. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, I I have I definitely have the Niners in the Super Bowl, so I have the Niners over the Cowboys for this week. The Niners right now are playing some of the most ridiculously well-rounded football with one of the nastiest defenses that you could possibly fucking put on the field with Hufanga and fucking um, what's his face, um, not Bulls, uh. Yeah, Boza. Boza, yeah. With Boza. And I just, with Brock Purdy coming in and throwing out, when he basically, like, broke out of that, like, basically Eli Manninged out of a sack, bootlegged out, and I think it was Elijah Mitchell on the right-hand side that he just kind of, like, fucking Mahomes side-armed it to. Yeah. And – I remember the, the throw. I forget who caught it. Yeah, the, I, I think it was throw. Elijah Mitchell on the on or oh, whatever it was. I, I I think it was. I'm not sure. My but. my big thing with Brock Purdy and the thing that I saw that I liked most about him on on Sunday uh, or Saturday, Sunday Saturday, Saturday Saturday, the thing I saw most about him that stood out to me in that Seattle game was it was a one point game at the half. That was the only game we didn't talk about because it's the only game that went exactly how we thought it should have. Right. Um, what stood out to me most about Brock Purdy was his ability to step up and climb the pocket. He didn't he didn't always try to run left or right and break contain right. and get outside. He climbed the pocket. He trusted his right. uh, one time he broke contain where he should have climbed the pocket and he would have had a nice clean area to throw from right. wide open, but he didn't and but that's okay. He's still a rookie. He's he's still well, he's literally Mr. Irrelevant. But what I've seen from this kid yep. Is a pocket awareness that I haven't seen in a long time from a rookie quarterback. The last time I saw a guy be this cognitive and and aware of what's going on in the pocket and around him, Tom Brady. If you listen to a lot of like, um, I was doing a lot of like research, not research, but just like kind of like 
thing of feeling out like a lot of different uh, outlets throughout sports with like all the everybody um you know all, all the analysts and the pros and shit and what they talk about as far as like what coaches see is that intangible that you call impulse and the impulse that fucking like that Purdy has is just phenomenal he makes his reads he does his things he he just makes plays out of things that you just wouldn't expect somebody who has started six fucking games mm-hmm. To make. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and that's an intangible that you can't teach. You can't exactly. put that in somebody. It's it's there or it's not. And th- which brings me back to why I hear people and some of my friends saying, oh, I wish Jimmy G was in. They need to go with Jimmy G. When I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. I'm like, this kid's hot and he's nasty as fuck. He is literally showing you that he is definitely going to need an extension and maybe be the Niners' starter quarterback going forward, as far as I'm concerned. And if they don't, they're fucking stupid because they can get him for another year cheap as fuck. Imagine if you're the, if you're a team, like, like let's say you, like, you're the Broncos, right, and you struggled from 2016 In to this. 2021. Yeah. You know, a five-year period, six-year period, let's call it six years before you got Russ. Could not find a quarterback. Couldn't get a quarterback. And there, and then you look at the San Francisco 49ers. You've got trade bait and Jimmy G. You've got a, a, a Super Bowl caliber quarterback on the bench. Yep. You've got a kid who comes in who's Mr. Irrelevant, is is tearing it up right now. Yep. And then you've got Trey Lance sitting on the bench who's absolutely trade bait right now. Right. Like, you got you got basically two first-round you know picks that you can get. who's going to bite on Trey Lance? The Bears. They're going to be like, Justin Fields is... Guys, we're going to grab Trey Lance. Imagine if they just swapped fields for Lance. It's like, the same thing. It's the, it's same, the guy. same guy. I know, I know. They're going to be like, no, no, no. We love Justin That would fields. be a very Bears thing it to do, It would be though. a very Bears thing to do, yeah. Oh, we got a brand new stadium. We're going to be out of fucking Soldier Field. We're going to have this, that, the third, blah, blah, blah. Let's get Trey Lance in here. Well, now, I don't think I don't think Trey Lance is. goes there, but he will be on the move. If Brock, All I'm saying is Brock Purdy is... If Brock Purdy shows... And again, we don't know what Kyle Shanahan is thinking. Kyle Shanahan could be sitting there saying the same things about Brock Purdy that John Fox said about Tim Tebow. Like, yeah, I mean, this is working, but Jesus Christ, we don't know how. You know, like, it's working. It's not, not for and, long. And honestly, you need to trust in Kyle. Well... Kyle, I, I trust in Kyle. Whatever Kyle Shanahan says. The Niners says need to trust in Kyle. The Niners have full trust in Kyle Shanahan. I mean, he this needs is, to be like Belichick with the GM. Again, slash. this is this is another instance of like the Niners got to the NFC Championship last year and probably should have won it. Right. Well, Except think about it. Think Jimmy about G it. is Jimmy G. Brock Purdy's playing out of his fucking mind. You forget the fact that they got Christ Mack, Debo, and fucking George Kittle on the other side. Yeah. What? With and then and then you got one of the best defenses in the, the league. One of the best defenses in the fucking league, dude. I wouldn't be surprised if the Niners. My pick right now, best is defense KC. left. It's gonna be KC Niners in the Super Bowl. I think. Mm. I, I think. I, I I can definitely see that. I hope you're wrong, but I can. I hope see I'm it. wrong because I don't want KC to be there. I don't mind if the Niners are there because I'm kind of rooting for them because the Brock Purdy story. I want this to Listen, be like the I'm, most um, unimaginable. If it's, if it's, fucking, if it's Niners Bills in the Super Bowl. I'm gonna have a very enjoyable Super Bowl Sunday because I'm, not. I'm gonna like it's, it's gonna be like bro. it's gonna be like last year. 
I'm going I, Bills. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be like Rams Rams Bengals. Like uh, all right, like yeah, I want the Rams to win for Stafford, and because I picked the Rams to win it all last year, but I'd like the Rams to win for Stafford and Von Miller and Jalen Ram right, and, and, Don, right, and Donald right, right, Donald right. like the guys that deserve a ring. Which is why. But I would on the be... flip side of the coin, if the Bengals had won, I'd have been like, yo, this is a rad fucking story. These yeah, dudes, Joe Burrow. This is T. fucking Higgins, awesome. T. Higgins, I'm sorry. Awesome. So I it'll need, be the same thing. If Buffalo Higgins gets there, if it, if it's Buffalo 49ers. I'm going Bills. I'm rooting for I'm, the Bills. I, I don't care at that point who wins. I mean, I'd, I'd prefer. I'll t- like I you don't said, know. Dude, I'll, like I said, li- listen to this. If the Bills win, right, say it's Bills Niners. If the Bills win, we're pumped for fucking Josh Allen because he deserves it and he's a fucking sweetheart and I would like probably kiss but his you face. Got, but you got my all-time favorite wide receiver's kid on San Francisco. But then you it, got my all-time favorite head coach's kid I coaching know. the team. Could you imagine Ed McCaffrey being like, I'm a Super Bowl champ. My son's a Super Bowl champ. This is fucking nuts. Like, I'm at, like, and the Brock Purdy story comes to fruition. Mr. Like, Irrelevant. Wins a Super Bowl. That would be undefeated like. Undefeated in his Mr. First. Irrelevant is usually a fucking punter or some shit. Dude, crazy. You know what I mean? Like, Not a quarterback that comes in and rips off six straight to fucking send you into the playoffs with some high fucking like, momentum. You know, it, it's funny because if, if Brock Purdy gets to a Super Bowl and wins it, every year at the draft now, we're going to be like, all of a sudden, when they when they're like, "Oh, and Mister Irrelevant is this guy," and everybody's like, "Yeah, cool. Who fucking cares?" Now everybody's gonna be like, "Who is it?" Who? Okay, I'll, I'll keep I'll keep an eye on tabs. Over there. Tabs have been taped. I'll uh, bookmark that. Yep. Mental that mental tab. mental mental tab. Fuck yeah, dude. Mental tab. Uh, but no, I'm looking forward to it. I, I think this weekend's gonna be great. Great matchups. Yep. Um, if you're playing, uh, if you're playing the day the daily fantasy. Uh, so, you know, playoff survivor, like whatever leagues, make sure you start Boston Scott. He scored in every single game he's ever played against the Giants in. So, um, <laughs> Did just, we go through all the picks? Did we get every one of them? Uh, the only one we didn't do was Buffalo Cincinnati. I'm going Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo. Yeah, I'm going Buffalo I, too. I, I don't. I don't feel supremely confident about that pick, but it's Buffalo. It's at home. I feel like no, Buffalo's this is Orchard, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Buffalo at home. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm saying I, I think it's gonna be. I, I think Buffalo is gonna get there, and I, 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 I'm looking forward to a sunshine Josh Allen AFC Championship game, which will we all know. Will I be, would love that. We all know it's gonna end up being Mahomes and Allen. Which I mean, honestly, what better way? Like, no matter what, if Kansas City wins, you either have a rematch of last year's AFC Championship if Cincy goes, yep. or you have a rematch of arguably one of the greatest football games ever played. In, in that Kansas City Buffalo game from last year in the divisional round. So imagine if it turned out that imagine if it turned out that like the uh, the new overtime rules that happened because of the Bills KC game ended up fucking the Bills again somehow. I'd be like Jesus Christ. Like the Bills just get dicked again. You're like yeah. You're like oh fuck man. Hey you know what. I blame the Colts because they were the first one to put the petition in. I know. I hate the new rules. Just go back to sudden death like yep. it should be. But. Yep. All right, Paul, let's leave it there. Yeah, uh, bro. Thank you, everybody, for joining us right here on Row 1C1, Joey Fats Radio, yep. on the one, the only, the new Bedford guy. Yep. Make sure you give us a like and a share over oh, at yeah. Row 1C1 on our, our own Facebook page. Uh, we have plenty of content that we post daily over there, most of the time daily. Uh, Absolutely. Somebody's usually posting something, yep. uh, whether it's funny, serious, mostly funny, yeah. uh, mostly nonsense. But, yeah, it's you'll like funny, it. Yeah. You'll enjoy it. Um, yeah. 
Catch me on fucking Call of Duty later on Xbox. Slippy Fist 5 is the game tag. All caps. Slippy Fist 5. Just get at me. We're going to play some COD later. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I guess we're playing COD. Uh, so we'll do that. Uh, we'll be on. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday night, 8.30 p.m.-ish, 8.30-ish p.m. Yeah. Probably should just uh, say 8.45 from now on. But yeah. uh, 8, 8.30 we'll be on uh, right around then. Uh, Fresh right set here of on games the one. to talk about. Yeah, right here on New Bedford Guide. Fresh set of games. We'll be previewing you, getting you ready for a championship weekend. Uh, the coaching carousel will continue to spin. I would expect that we will have a couple of dominoes fall uh, in the next seven days uh, in terms of coaches. So that'll be fun to keep track of. Uh, Paul, happy birthday tomorrow, brother. Cheers. Thanks, bro. Appreciate and, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see y'all next Tuesday night, 830 right here. Roll one seat, one Joey Fats Radio. Peace. Light up.